0: What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK Live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. Happy Halloween to you and yours. And the Buck and I are with you until 10 o'clock this morning talking plenty of Texas football. What did Steve Sarkeesian have to say? About this upcoming matchup against Kansas State this Saturday. We'll talk some World Series as the Rangers are two wins away from their first title in franchise history. A little Texas basketball as the Longhorns wrapped up their final tune up before the regular season starts. Now, six days from now, some Monday night conversation, some Big 12 power rankings, some Halloween fun. And oh, we'll be giving away a Cabo Bob's catering gift certificate. Yeah, that big win. Oh, we've got a lot going on over the next couple of hours right here on TSU.
1: Good morning, Buck. Good morning to you, BK. How are you this morning?
0: Man, I got woken up by my smoke detector battery at about 5.30 a.m. Oh, the never-ending beep. Never-ending beep, and it was loud, too. It was one of those beeps where it's like, oh, shit, is my place on fire?
1: Yeah, you go through there, and then you go back
0: and lay in bed and said, oh, it'll stop, and it doesn't stop. No, see, I don't even do that. I just go right away and
1: take you know. the battery
0: out. Oh, yeah, and
1: let the house catch on fire. What the hell? And if
0: the battery doesn't come out, I take a baseball bat to the smoke and, detector. Oh, yeah, I've done
1: that I've done that before. I've truly done that where I've hit that smoke detector with the broom and knocked it right off the wall. Oh, yeah,
0: whatever it takes to shut that thing up, dude. Just let, if sure. I'm going to die, let me die in peace. Don't let my last moments on this earth be hearing that obnoxiously loud beep on the smoke detector but oh no doubt yeah just uh just a battery outage no fire no smoke but not the best way to be woken up but hey outside of that all is good how about you man
1: yeah it's good man when that battery goes sometimes if you live like where i live in this house you don't know where it's coming from and there's they're all over the rooms so you're going no it's in that room no it's in there and then i go back to bed and i goes here we go no it's upstairs it's it's everywhere I, no they're all out they're all going crazy Oh. I've taken more than one down before. I've taken more than one out at where I lived before. I've taken two of those things out. I just knock them right off the wall and move about my business. I said, I'll get that done tomorrow or I'll call my man, Javier. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that yourself. You got to call Javier and bring him over uh, from Mexico. Well, well, after the plaster's taken out of the wall, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? After you hit that thing and it comes, everything comes loose. When I hit it, I hit it hard because I don't want to hear it again. Oh, I don't wow. want to hear that beeping sound. I don't want to hear anything after that. So there's, there's generally a little puncture mark. I haven't done it at the new house, but we, we're, we're fortunate enough to know. We've, so far, I've got an ear on this place after three years of knowing where everything is and where all the sounds come from. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you do. It is appreciated, and we appreciate it very much, and do be safe out there.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that your Halloween costume,
1: the Lehigh shirt? The Mountain Hawks that used to be the engineers. My uh, my younger brother was the first African-American black captain at University of Lehigh in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. They are now called the, the Mountain Hawks. They used to be the engineers. They used to be the engineers? Yeah. Lehigh is an engineering school. So it's oh, big in engineering, but MIT said, let's just take that don't take that moniker as being a real engineering school. So (laughs) between them and Georgia tech, they were like, wait a minute. Hmm. You're not like, you know, you're not like the, the biggest engineering school. So you shouldn't be the engineers, but it's up on a little bit. They call it a mountain and that's where the baked potato story originally started up on the mountains at Lehigh university up there. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the baked potato story started. So, but um, yeah, they're the engineers and, just as proud as my brothers can be he was the running back at the University of Lehigh.
0: Oh, I love that. You said your brother was the first African-American black captain there, not the first yeah. African-American white captain there. Thank yeah, you for make
1: sure of that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Thank you for clearing that one up for all of us. How to get all those
1: right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, Lehigh, man, I'm a huge Lehigh fan because one year in the NCAA tournament, they knocked off Duke in a 15, two upset
1: and their guards still playing. I mean, yeah, 15 years later.
0: Yeah, C.J. McCollum was uh, McCollum, the star yeah. of that Lehigh team. And, uh, yeah, they upset Duke one year in the first round of the tournament. And, yeah, C.J. McCollum's been a multi-time all-star in the NBA. He's had a tremendous, tremendous career in the association. So the Bucks brother paved the way for C.J. McCollum and Lehigh. That's true. That big March Madness upset against the, uh, the Duke communists a few years ago. All right, plenty to get into today. Do we have a tip for kids today, Buck? I didn't even ask you this You know what?
1: I've got a tip for kids and the adults in the car line. Oh, okay. That's
0: coming up in about 15 minutes. Brought to you by our friends at Relax the Back. We do that on Tuesdays at 820. By the way, I mentioned the Cabo Bob's catering gift certificate giveaway. Uh, All you have to do to be entered to win that is leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube or leave a text on the Coda text line if you are listening on the app, 512-222-9328, that's the number there. Once again, 512-222-9328. You leave a text, doesn't matter what it is. You leave a comment, doesn't matter what it is. You are entered to win. We'll hit up the randomizer before we get out of well, here. Oh, no, today. the
1: randomizer is back.
0: And uh, somebody, because Texas beat BYU on Saturday, will be walking away with a $150 catering gift certificate. How about that? From our good buddies over at Cabo Bob's. Love the folks at Cabo Bob's.
1: Boy, Texas did win the game, and they won it pretty easily, by the way. They yes, won they that did. game easily.
0: Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Buck, how about the World Series, man? The Rangers oh, yeah. get back on track. They defeat the Arizona D-Bags 3-1 in Game 3. And with the win, the Rangers improved to 9-0 and on the road in these playoffs. They still have two more road games left in this series the Rangers have already set a record for the most road wins in a single postseason. buck. They can add to that if they can find a win tonight and or a win tomorrow, but this team, they've had some struggles at home. Now they haven't struggled too much because they're two wins away from winning a world series, but they have been damn near flawless away from Arlington in these playoffs. And that continued last night.
1: Yeah, it was good. That was a, that was a well-pitched game. I I thought really by, especially by the Rangers. I, I mean, I, I, Scherzer was okay, you know he wasn't gonna last. I mean, his back tightened up on him, and that was that was the end of it for him. I I don't even know if they. I think he will now from this point on. If they if they go a little bit deeper, he'll come out of the bullpen. I don't think he'll be a starter again. I I just think that there there wasn't much to him last night, and that body of his just kind of broke down. It's just it's just been tough on him, you know, with with, with the arm, and then all of a sudden the neck, and now of of course that's gonna work to your back too. It's all gonna work its way to your back before it's all said and done. But it's a bully night tonight, isn't
0: it? I mean, this is uh, all about the bullpens,
1: isn't it?
0: Yeah, probably will be. I mean, the Rangers are going to start Andrew Heaney, uh, and then they'll have Dane Dunning, you would think, ready to piggyback him out of the bullpen. And Andrew Heaney didn't even make it out of the first inning in his last start. So, yeah, it could be another bullpen day for the Rangers. And you said it, man. I mean, look, the Rangers hope they don't need Max Scherzer again. Like, Max Scherzer's next start would be in a game seven and the Rangers are hoping they can take care of their business before it gets to that winner-take-all game yeah. seven. So, yeah, he
1: just looks good in the first two innings, but then he just – like what happened to him, I mean, it just tightened up, straight up tightened up. I don't know how far he could have gone, but he was play, he was pitching well enough for two innings, I thought. Yeah. But, I mean, but you just started to see him slow down, and you, you could see him starting to tighten up. I mean, yeah. he's all the extra movement on the mound and, the you know, shrugging around and bending over and trying to get – Just trying to get loose, man. A bad back sucks.
0: Yeah. Well, he took that comebacker off of his elbow uh, at the end. Is that that where it hit him? Yeah, hit him in the elbow, and apparently the back spasm that he had was unrelated. Now, okay. Maybe I don't know because he reacted when he hit the back and or when the ball hit the elbow. Maybe he flinched and that caused his back to tighten up. Like those two things could have been related, but no, that comebacker hit him on the elbow. Um, before it turned into an out on an incredible play by Josh Young over there at third base. Boy, is that guy
1: having a series.
0: Yeah, but it was a a back spasm for Max Scherzer that uh, caused him to leave the game. The hero for the Rangers was John Gray, the Oklahoma Sooner. I don't say this often, but Boomer. That guy coming out of the bullpen was spectacular for the Rangers, right? He just got thrust into action because of the Scherzer injury. Didn't know he was going to pitch at all. There were rumors that John Gray was maybe going to start game four for the Rangers. And all of a sudden, boom, Scherzer goes down. He leaves with the trainer. John Gray has to play and he pitches three scoreless innings in relief to uh, keep the Rangers very much alive in that game. And obviously preserve the lead that they had gotten offensively. So uh, John Gray and the Rangers bullpen, man, six, uh, excuse me, six, one run innings or oldest Chapman gave up a run in the eighth inning. But uh, the Rangers' bullpen, the much-maligned Rangers' bullpen that sucked in the regular season. It was one of the worst in all of baseball. They uh, have gotten the job done more often than not in these playoffs, and they were the big story of the yeah, game. and
1: that, that dude running through the sign at third base on Garcia's arm was just – dude, you weren't even close. You were you were out halfway down the line. You were already out. So yeah. um, I, I don't know what he was looking at. I mean, the coach had just about damn near grabbed him because – Originally he sent him. He sent him and then he tried to stop him halfway. And that guy's momentum and that guy wasn't stopping and going back to third. Are you kidding me?
0: Mm. Yeah, I think the third base coach put up the stop sign early enough. Like his first oh, reaction. I, th- I thought so.
1: Yeah, I thought I mean he still should have been looking at the third base coach. He shouldn't be I mean, his head was down and ready to go. Once he touched yeah. the bag, he still should have been checking out the coach. He had yeah. time to put on the brakes so because that throw to home, he was dead to rights. I mean, that was that started them out in a bad way. Because that would have been first first and third with one out or no outs.
0: No outs. No outs. Yeah. And Garcia's got one of the best arms in baseball. So bad idea to test him. And, yeah, I think the third base coach did his job. But uh, the player just ran through the stop sign. And Adolis Garcia, who's had a tremendous, tremendous postseason, Made him pay. And now, now he's got
1: a back end. Now his yeah. Back God, in.
0: everyone for the Rangers was getting hurt. I mean, the trainer was like the most popular man in the world last night. They kept putting him on TV, and that's never oh, yeah. what you want. But Adoles Garcia, no exact word on him. He got an MRI after the game. Haven't heard anything about his status for game four, which, of course, is tonight. Uh, I mean, he's been the postseason hero. He and Corey Seager, obviously, have been the heroes for the Rangers throughout this uh, playoff run that once again has them two wins away from a world series. Yeah. That would be a huge, huge loss. If Garcia can't go Um, the, the Rangers hoping for some good news this morning in regards to that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And the Rangers nine road games, nine wins in these playoffs. They've had zero nine game regular season road winning streaks in the last 10 seasons combined. Like, this is not, ah, the Rangers have always been good on the road. Or, or, ah, the Rangers, during the regular season, were this good on the road. No, this is just, I don't know what happened, but in these hostile playoff environments, this team has been magnificent. And good news for Rangers fans, teams that have won Game 3 on the road in a 1-1 series have gone on to win the World Series 74% of the time. So, there's your uh, positive news for the Rangers, once again, a lot of positive news from the win, but uh, a lot of Rangers fans on pins and needles hoping for positive updates in regards to the health of some of their really, really good players. Adolis Garcia, the most important of those guys. We'll wait and see. But, man, impressive win for oh, the yeah, Rangers for sure. last night. All right. What else should we talk
1: about here? Let's talk I some Talk, about, talk about a little Monday night football real oh, quick. Oh, Monday night? Okay. How about that? All right, let's do it. I was liking the lion. I, I liked the Lions last night. I really, I, I thought once they got back home after they just got smashed by the Ravens a week ago, and they got smashed by the Ravens. Uh, I, the Lamar Jackson tore them apart, and I didn't know what they were going to look like at home. But that was, or was the Halloween costumes out last night in Detroit? Oh, wow! Course. Yeah. Oh man, my goodness!
0: Worked. Amped up, man. They've got good fans in Detroit. They just or they had- do anything to cheer about over the last 400 years. So now they finally have a good team. They were all oh, Monday yeah. night football the day before Halloween. You knew that they were going to show up and show out and,
1: and that's still Ford field, right? Is that what it's still called? Ford field. Yep. That thing was cranked up last night. And, yeah. And so was that. So was their. Well, their, it took their offense a little bit of time. You, you think Texas has problems in the red zone. My goodness. Last night. For them, they're just kicking field goals all over the place.
0: Yeah, the Lions didn't play all that well. The good news no. for them is that they played the Raiders, who yes. are, are awful. And Josh McDaniels has no business being an NFL head coach. Like, I, I no. feel like we all learned that when he was in Denver for that like year. Yes. I don't know if he made it a year in Denver. Uh, he was awful, and the team fell apart. and There were all sorts of locker room issues, and it just was a horrible, horrible experiment the first time around for him. And then the Raiders gave him another chance. Of course, he was the Patriots offensive coordinator. He had the Tom Brady seal of approval, had a lot of success with Bill Belichick there in Foxborough. So the Raiders decided to give him another shot to be a head coach. And things are spiraling out of control. In oh, they are. And, and that
1: that poor team and Devontae Adams, that dude was open for about 150 yards of offense last night. And Garoppolo had pressure in his face and, had throws that he could have got to, and and deep throws. I mean, where he was open, yeah. And, and they just he just missed them. And and as I said, then once Detroit started ratcheting up the heat on defense, Garoppolo had no time. Devonte Adams missed a a key pass too. He dropped one, but
2: yep. man, he wants out. He yeah, does want
1: out. Yeah, he wants out of there. And I and there's that with with the deadline coming up. I'm thinking well, the Cowboys aren't going to get him. The Bills may get him somebody else there's some other teams that may get that dude but there it's going to be hard for them to let him go but he'll he'll find his way out of there
0: well the deadline the deadline is today buck so four
1: o'clock oh i'm sorry it's at four o'clock today isn't it
0: yeah so if he's going to find his way out he's going to have to make it happen pretty soon and they had shift uh shifty adam schefter on the broadcast a couple of times and he basically said that the raiders have no interest in being sellers at the deadline. So I don't think Devontae Adams is going anywhere despite his uh, sideline tantrums. And, you know, I'm, at, I'm in a weird spot with Devontae Adams. I do feel bad for him. Like, I get that he's one of the highest paid receivers in football, and he's had some drop issues this year, including that yes. one last night. So part of me is like, ah, eh, do I really feel bad for him?
2: No, but catch he did, the ball,
0: man. He did go to Vegas thinking he was going to have Derek Carr as his quarterback, and he doesn't have that. And he also went to Vegas thinking that team would be half decent, and they're not. And that's that's more evidence that Josh McDaniels is just a horrible head coach. That was a playoff team, remember that two years know, ago? Yeah. Well, I mean, when, when racist John Gruden got fired and Rich Bisaccia took over on the interim basis, and they made the playoffs, they almost beat the Bengals in the first round of the year. The Bengals yes. went and played for the Super Bowl, and they didn't give Bisaccia the job, even though he probably earned it. And they went to josh mcdaniels instead and they've just been a joke in the well, last if they season.
1: didn't win last night i mean because they got their run game going if they didn't win it last night it's going to be they're going to be a lot of weeks where they don't get a win because last night they they found their running game you know with their running back they ran it well they got it i saw that they had a, a huge drive just yeah, they ran crazy. it well on. they ran it
0: well on one drive and that was about it man, man. They stand. And Jimmy Garoppolo sucks, man. And he he you're right, like you said, he got hit about a hundred times last night. There was pressure in his face all night long. But uh Garoppolo, I don't know if he's McDaniel's level bad, but I I think we know what Jimmy G is at this point in his career. Sure. He's he's just he's just not good enough, man. So
1: he's very he, much a statue
0: yeah, back there, too. He uh he leads the NFL in highest turnover per play percentage this year. I mean, he's just he's just not good. And the Raiders don't have a lot of optimistic things that they can point to. No, they don't. Or they really don't. It's probably a better way to word it. So, uh, where are you at with the Lions? 26 to 14, by the way, the final score in that game. You mentioned it. Lions- I, I,
1: I liked him. I, I thought that he and Bijan Robinson last year was one and one A in college football running backs. I mean, either one of them I could have taken. I, I, I mean, I thought he was a, just a fabulous speed guy. That, you know, could show off his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, play in the slot, screen passes, just knew how to set things up. But his speed is so legit, you know? And I think we saw that last night. I mean, that guy can get the corner on you and still get down the sideline and get into the end zone. And he's got enough strength. He reminds me a lot of Tony Pollard when he runs with the ball, but he has more speed than Tony Pollard and maybe just a little more, maybe a little bit more burst into the line. But he's still kind of light, you know. They've got they've, they've got the other kid. Well, Montgomery wasn't playing last night, Mm-mm. so that that hurt them a little bit in the run game. But Jameer Gibbs is a player. That guy's yeah. for real. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, he, you
0: see why the Lions took him in the first round. Yeah, right. And he's had some good games this year, but last night was his first real great sure. game as an NFL running back. Twenty six carries for one hundred and fifty two yards and a touchdown. Also had five catches for 37 yards. Yeah, too.
1: he's not a 26-ball carrier. I mean, he's not going to carry that ball 26 times a game. He's not that big. He's not that kind of guy. But on, no. you give it to him 26 times, believe me, there's going to be about four or five of them that are big plays, monster plays with him at running back.
0: Yeah, no, he's a stud, man. He really is. And he gave Texas some problems in the Alabama game last year here in Austin. And I think we knew before that game how good he was, but then we oh, saw yeah. him in that game and we saw him the rest of last season. And it's like, no, this guy's got some juice, both as a runner and as a receiver out of the backfield. That's really where he hurt Texas the most last year in Austin. Uh, he's a great player. And you talk about, man, like the Lions got criticized heavily for their draft. I mean, they took a oh, running yeah, back in the, in the first round. They took a linebacker in the first round. Uh, and people were like, dude, what are you guys doing? Well, Jameer Gibbs looks really good. The tight end Sam Laporta oh yeah, Iowa is a freaking beast. He's like maybe a top five tight end in football already in his first year. Brian Branch, the safety that they took out of Alabama early in the second round, is a stud. He's having a tremendous, tremendous season. I mean, give their GM, I think Brad Powers is his name. Brad- yeah, and, the, and
1: the linebackers playing okay. I mean, they thought they okay. could get that line. The people are saying, you can get that linebacker. You could have had him in the fourth round. But he's yeah. playing well for them, too.
0: Yeah, Jack Campbell, the kid out of yeah. Iowa, had a – I think he tripped into Jimmy G's leg. He got called for that roughing the passer penalty. Which oh, yeah. Was, I don't know how Jimmy G, who feels like is made of glass, uh, I don't know how the hell he stayed in the game after that. Raiders fans were maybe hoping that he didn't. Uh, but, no, Jack Campbell's been good, too. Yeah, uh, give the Lions credit. They have put together a really, really talented roster. And it's a big part as to why they're six and two right now in first place in the NFC North.
1: And their quarterback and St. Brown are just out of this world. Yeah, I mean, they and are St. on it. St.
0: Jared Goff out of this world. That yeah, I mean, I mean, on him.
1: A, yeah, he's okay.
0: Okay, those are those are two different things. He's he's a good quarterback. I you know I don't know if he's out of this world good, but he's having a good year.
1: He's Gold out Tuck of this world for Detroit quarterback. That's for sure right now.
0: <laughs> that's true. His Matt, Matthew guys?
1: Stafford. He hasn't gone down and stayed down.
0: Right, 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 right. Now nah, it's working. Uh, the Lions. I think uh, CB left a comment. They're fourteen and four in their last eighteen, going back to last year. Uh, they're right there, man. The like everyone just assumed the AFC was going to be so much better than the NFC this year, and I, I don't know if that's the case. I mean, you've got some really good teams in the NFC right now. Philadelphia's got the best record in the league. They're seven and one. Uh, the Lions are six and two.
1: And look what and, happened in their division now with Minnesota losing their quarterback.
0: Right, yeah. I think the Lions were in good standing before then. But right. now, yeah, the, the, the team that was chasing them in the division is probably going to fall apart because their starting quarterback is done for the year. Uh, you've got, what, Seattle's at 5-2. and two, The Cowboys are at 5-2. and two, San Francisco, I know they've lost three in a row, but I think everyone thinks they're still sure. really good. They're 5-3. and three. Uh, The NFC's got, uh, got some juice to it this year, man. There's some, there's some good teams, and the balance of power in the oh, yeah. NFL is not as one-sided as uh, I think a lot of people thought
1: well oh for sure i mean i i think we're going to see until 49ers get their their wide receiver back things are are shaky by the week for them mm-hmm. and, and it looks like no matter who they play they're getting they're in dogfights right now and the, what for me for the 49ers it's not dominating is their defense the defensive line isn't playing up to snuff right now and they've even talked about how this isn't we haven't been playing like the way we should be playing on defense
0: now, the Niners have a bye week coming up, but how about the next one, two, three, four games for San Francisco? Excuse me, five games for San Francisco coming out of the bye. At Jacksonville, the Jags have won sure five in a row. Home against Tampa, that's pretty easy. At Seattle, Seattle's first place in the NFC West right yep. now. At Philadelphia, Whew. home against Seattle. Those are the next five games for San Francisco. So I, I assume there could, be two lo-
1: yeah, but there could be two losses in that deal right there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I almost think you'd sign up for three and two. If the Niners right. keep playing like they have played the last three weeks, there's three or four losses in there.
1: Yeah, you're, you're right. So
0: yeah, things not getting much easier for San Francisco out of the, Debo Samuel's get over.
1: back. Cause he makes a difference obviously. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you'd think he'd be back after the buy.
0: Cause it's felt like he's been close the last couple of weeks. So Maybe uh, when they do return to action, he'll be out there, and maybe that'll make Brock Purdy look a little bit better. But, yeah, the NFC's uh, got some juice to it this year. All right, we'll get back into the NFL. We'll talk some Texas football. We've got some Steve Sarkeesian audio to get to, some Texas basketball to talk about. But it is Tuesday. It is a little after 820, which means it's time for another one of Buck's tips for kids in the car line.
1: All right, kids, let me just say this, and thank you to relax the Back, which I'm feeling great today. You know, the weather has changed my back feels fantastic with this chair. Sat in this chair last night watching the games, and boy, my thoracic back—I thought with the cold weather coming in it would be sore. Feels great. I'm glad I sat in this chair instead of laying up on that couch of mine over there. I don't have a doggo over there, so I don't have the great blue herring. I don't have that. I have, i don't have that couch. I've got one. When you sit in it, you fall in it. You don't sit. You fall into the couch. You know, like the ones you had at the at probably out the same place where you had the pool where you get took the chair from. But thank yeah. you to relax the back my tips for first of all my tips for kids are you're doing just fine that's my tip you've been doing just fine my tips today is for the adults in the car line with the kids uh, i like for the adults to take a deep breath and just check out the world see the world through the eyes of a child like the ones that are in your back seat right now they 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 just look if you can just take a couple days look at what's going on in our world and just see through their eyes and see what they see. They don't see any of the, some of the madness and the sickness that go, that's going on in this world right now. Just look through their eyes. I, I, I learned this a long time ago. Uh, when things started to get rough around me, I always wanted to look through the eyes of a kid. Because if you look through the eyes of a baby, I mean, there's, there's nothing there but happiness. They're just in, in wonderment of what the next day is going to bring to them, what the adults around them are going to teach them. So just look through their eyes for the adults. See through the eyes of a child. Give that, mm. give that a couple of days of doing that, and maybe some of the good stuff will come back to you because right now it's nothing but sadness and, and just it's pain. There's a lot of pain going on right now. And for the kids tonight, have a great time. Mom and dad, keep your head on a swivel with your children tonight. There's a lot of wacky shit going on. So keep your – you know, and kids, if mom and dad say, hold my hand, you hold that hand and hold it tight. And for drivers out there, keep your head on the swivel because there's a lot of excitement with these kids. Candy will bring madness to these kids and they will be out there. It's like the first day of school, you know, I always tell people, hey, if you're driving, you know, when that bus stops, stop way ahead of that bus because those kids will come flying out of there to get on the bus for the first time. So drivers, keep your head on the swivel. Kids, mom and dad, everybody keep your head on the swivel tonight. A lot of excitement out there through all the sadness that's going on. This is, this is their day. I mean, you think Christmas is their day. This is their day to their day, day and night tonight. So, And for some of you down on 6th Street, it'll be your night, too, obviously. How many
0: tips did you just give there? There was like 14 tips in one. You're giving tips for kids, tips for adults, tips for drivers, tips for bus drivers.
1: I'm telling for you, it is. It's like keep, hey, keep your head on a swivel night. How's that? Is that the tip or is the tip? stare at kids eyes no no see the world through the eyes of a child that's that's what it is that's the real tip right there
0: hmm. yeah, i don't want you staring at kids you got in trouble for oh, that last time.
1: <laughs> that's why i can't go to the schools now yeah. anymore they don't let
0: you around there anymore you gotta yeah, be careful you, thank you to
1: the folks that relaxed the back you know they've yes. got they've got some locations that are fantastic they've got Two two incredible stores, folks. They've got the one in Bee Caves at the Hill Country Gallery, across from Whole Foods, and of course in Austin at the Gateway Shopping Center, across from the Container Store. Everybody knows where the Container Store is, besides you. I know you probably don't know where that Container Store is.
0: I know where that Container Do Store you? is.
1: Why yeah. does everybody know where the Container Store is? Why does does everybody have to have a container or a box? I always say the Container Store. People go, Oh, I know where that is. I'm like, What? How does I think everybody know where the container store is?
0: Well, that's a popular intersection, right? 183 and 360. Yeah, it I is. Guess. I guess you're right. There's a, there's a few places in there that I know just from driving through there a million times. There you go. I, I think I, I've been to that container store once in see, my life.
1: I've was, never been in it.
0: It was probably to get a like a vac sealed container to hold weed so it wouldn't smell <laughs> in my car.
1: <laughs> to hold a couple <laughs> pounds. Yeah. That's well, not think, a tip for you kids. That is not a tip today. Well, it's
0: case tips for kids. If you're looking for. uh, No,
1: no, that's not a tip for kids. That's that's a tip for your degenerates right there.
0: Just something, you know, just
1: herbs, you know.
0: (laughs) Or if you've got food in in the car and you're worried about (laughs) it smelling, they've got containers that can keep that secured. Oh, my goodness. So, the smell doesn't get in the car and people don't know what's going on in there. How you know? about that,
1: Jason? That just segment just turned a little wild there from Relax the Back, but that's okay. Mm. Yes, indeed. Thank
0: you very much to Jason and our friends at Relax the Back. Thank you as well to our guy
1: Ashish over there at 7 11.
0: Get out there this morning on your way to work. You need some coffee to get you going. They've got it at 7 11. You need your Slurpees, your Big Gulps, your Nachos, your hot dogs. Got some breakfast snacks there too at 7 11. Get uh, your morning started and get fueled up for the day with our friends at 7 But Let's hear from Steve Sarkeesian, shall we? We'll start with his uh, opening thoughts on this Kansas State team that's coming to town this weekend.
2: Uh, obviously, this is a really hot team right now. Uh, they've been playing as good as anybody in the country uh, in all, all three phases for the last two to three weeks. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's really important that we focus on us and what we need to do, um, that, that the details and the level of physicality in which we play the game are at the forefront of what we do. Um, I do believe our best football is still ahead of us, and that part is exciting to me. Um, and we're going to need to play complimentary football Saturday against a very good, well-coached football team in Kansas State. So it's an exciting weekend. Um, obviously, we've got you know the big new kickoff here with Fox. Um, you know, they're coming to do their show. I think it's a great opportunity for our students, for our fans uh, to really show up here at DKR and have an impact on the ball game. Um We've all we've all got work to do. Uh, I think everybody, myself included, could have been better last week. And, and we all need to be- perform better this Saturday at 11 a.m.
1: There's no doubt about everything he said. Everything's right on right on cue there. They've got to get better. I don't know if they've got their best football ahead of them. But I know they got to play better than they played last week. That's for damn sure against Kansas State. They've, they've got to they've buckle up a little bit on offense. They've got to get this red zone offense going. There are opportunities. They have to take advantage of all the opportunities. They have to score touchdowns. Uh, I, I don't know if it's going to be a dogfight. They have to be physical. they got to get back to the physicality that he wants because they're not there. They're, they're, they're not near as physical as they, as they were in the beginning of the season. I don't know what that's all about. But if you have to keep talking about physicality, if that's not a part of your fiber, then that worries me a little bit. Because if you're not, you're going to get physical this weekend. Because this group that's coming in here, BK, they will be physical. And it doesn't matter if they're not playing the best football. Anytime they play Texas, Texas has beat them, what, six straight times? But they play a physical brand of football. There's going to be some bumps and bruises. With the exception of the OU game, this is the one right here. That the physicality will be – it'll be there. So if you don't play physical, you'll get run over. Your offensive line will get smooth run over if you're not ready for it this week.
0: It's a bad time to be playing K-State because yes. they have found their rhythm. Offensively, defensively, and special teams, they are playing at an incredibly high level right now. Uh, their last two games, they've outscored their opponents 82-3. to 82-3, to and they just beat up. On a Houston team that gave Texas fits for four quarters the week prior. They beat them forty one to nothing last week. And then the week before they beat TCU forty one to three. Okay. And if you go back and include the second half of their game before that, where they won in Lubbock, aka the Big Twelve Commissioner's office, they have outscored teams. See if I can do this math right. One hundred and three to ten in their last two and a half halves or two and a half games of football, okay? So that's the type of role that K-State is on right now. They've given up three total points in the last two games, and they've outscored their opponents 103 to 10 in their last two and a half football games. Uh, That's pretty freaking impressive.
1: Yes, and the thing you got going for you, they haven't beat you since Sark was a coach. They haven't beat you. So you're playing at home. You're going to play in front of a huge crowd at noon. You know, I mean, it will be absolutely – it's going to be a beautiful weekend for – for college football, and it's going to be a beautiful weekend in our area, and the the crowd will be hungry for another win over K State because, uh, understandably, yeah, every week will be tough until you. I mean, as long as you have a young quarterback playing, and it's only his second start coming up, but the crowd will be ready to go. They're they're not. They won't be looking for excuses. They're going to be looking for a win this week, and your football team needs to play as physical a game as they played since the mean um, since the uh, well. Since the Alabama game, you'll need that kind of – I think you're going to need that kind of physicality to win this football game. And I think it'll be a close football game. Um, I'm not looking at the lines. I'm just looking at the wins and losses. This is – you need to find a way to win this football game.
0: Well, I'll tell you what the line is right now. Texas is a four-point favorite, as we sit four days away from kickoff. So, uh, Vegas thinks this one is going to be close. And you're right, you've got to be physical because K-State's always physical. Uh, Their offensive line is – One of the best in the country. They've got this kid, Cooper Beebe, who might be a first-round pick as a guard. Like, that's how good this dude is. It's very difficult to be a first-round pick as an interior offensive lineman. That's the caliber of player that they've got. And really, everybody on their offensive line, they're just moving mountains
1: right now up front. So Yeah, and they've got the best coach in the Big 12.
0: Yeah, you're a big Chris Kleiman guy. And it it feels like this happens every year. It happened last year. Like, last year, they were 6-2. and Eight games into the season, which is what they are right now, and then they got hot down the stretch. They ended up beating TCU to win the Big 12 championship. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, exactly where they were last year, right? They they had a bad non-conference loss last year. They had a non-conference loss this year. Now they lost at Mizzou. Mizzou is number 14 in the country right now, and they lost that game on a 60-something-yard field goal. So I don't know how terrible of a loss that is right now. And then they lost to Oklahoma State, which – at the time, looked like a bad loss because, well, Oakey Light hadn't done anything. They looked like one of the worst teams in the Big 12. But Oklahoma State since then has looked very, very respectable, and they've clearly found their zone too. So yeah, I, uh, I, I, those I aren't mean, bad losses for K-State, and those are their only two losses. But once again, I've told you what they've done since that loss in Stillwater. They've been one of the most consistent teams in the country.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're, they, they're ready to go. They have two quarterbacks, and, and they'll play them both this week. They'll run on you. If, you. if you let them run, they will run. But Goldilocks can get it done on both ways. He can run. He's explosive in the run game. And he's pretty ac- accurate with his passing. And we know what the other kid is like. He's just he's a little bit of everything. He's just guts. And if you, yeah. don't those, if you don't wrap those two dudes up, either one of them, if you don't wrap up, that's a problem. Those are, those are quarterbacks slash running backs at the quarterback position for them
0: let's hear more from Steve Sarkeesian because you brought up the two K state quarterbacks and yeah, they do rotate two quarterbacks and this doesn't look like a, well, if you've got two quarterbacks, you've got none situation. This looks like a, no, they have two really, really good quarterbacks. Will Howard who did not start the game against Texas last year, which I think benefited Texas, but he started a number of games for the purple cats in his college career. He's been there and they've got this freshman, Avery Johnson. No, not that Avery Johnson, Mm. but Avery Johnson. This guy looks like freaking Spicoli, dude. You call him Goldilocks, I'll call him Spicoli, uh, but he has been a problem. He had five rushing touchdowns against Texas Tech in K-State's win a couple of weeks ago. This guy has been great, and he's brought out the best in Will Howard, and here's Steve Sarkeesian talking about how to sort of game plan for the dual QB offense that Kansas State has. So th-
2: their scheme really doesn't change, you know, and, and they're both really good players. Obviously, Howard has a ton of experience. Uh, he played against us, shoot, three years ago here and started against us. Um, the the young kid is, is new to it, but in the end, they're still running their same stuff, a little bit different style. Howard definitely has the long speed. We saw that. The, the freshman, he is really quick and, and dynamic with the ball in his hand. So you kind of get a lot of the same plays and the passing concepts and things. And um, But they do roll them. And then what they kind of, it feels like they're doing is who's the hot hand. And when a guy starts getting hot, that's who they, they kind of roll with. And obviously last week it was pretty much exclusively Howard. That doesn't mean that this game's going to go the exact same way. I think they get a feel for how the game is going.
1: Yeah, I, I think they feel like if they don't, if they can't get their running game with their running backs going, they bring in the Goldilocks guy. He comes in, and he becomes, you know, drop back guy, take off, let's go. Some more design runs for him. Because he's he's really good inside the perimeter, BK. He runs inside pretty well. He runs like a running back inside, you know, and he's got that that kind of that kind of burst. Mm-hmm. Now, Will Howard is a guy that you love to just take on long drives. He's a guy that keeps the chains moving. But this the the dynamic runner is the guy that can can strike really quickly against you if you're if if you're not careful and you're not tackling the right way, like you're supposed to, you're don't think of think of yourself as tackling a quarterback. Think of yourself as tackling a running back at that position. Will Howard's a big dude, but the other guy is one of those dynamic kind of runners. You know what I mean? He can make you miss. He can make you look silly. If you don't, if you don't prepare to tackle him the right way, he's like a, he's like a true running back. So I think they, they've got, they've got two dynamic in both ways. They can run and they both can pass. Now yeah. I just think, I think they're they're both equal runners. One can keep long drives going, but one guy can strike real quick, I believe.
0: Well, both guys are good at both. I mean, Will Howard is the better passer, and Avery Johnson is the better runner. But Will Howard can run, and Avery Johnson can pass. Yes. So that's like – it's not one of those things where – it's not the 18-wheeler package from a few years ago. Sorry for that, UTSD Texas fans, where it was just like, oh, Tyrone Swoops is in the game, they're going to run it like that's that's not what they do when Avery no. Johnson comes in you can't just assume ah they're bringing in the backup this is going to be a run so we can just stack the box and game plan to stop that now like the guy can throw too so he was a really really highlight he was he was the uh, number one recruit that K-State brought in in this class this past year uh, he's a good quarterback too he can throw the football and that's what makes this team so tough to defend it's yeah, they switch quarterbacks. You have a slightly different skill set you have to deal with, but once again, it's not uh, oh, this guy's in that means they're going to do this. They oh, can. No, this is a
1: four-quarter dogfight right here.
0: Well, as Sark said, they can basically run the exact same offense with Will sure. Howard and Avery Johnson, so that that makes it difficult. And yes, I do agree with you. I mean, once again, the line is four. Like this game is expected to be close, and I think it, I think it will be close. And look, both defenses. we we've been talking about the offense. These are two top fifteen defenses in college football. So points are going to be at a premium. Like I'd be nervous about Texas's chances if Quinn Ewers was healthy in this game.
1: Absolutely. We all know what this game is like. Yes.
0: It doesn't sound like Ewers is going to go. Sark called him week to week, which, you know, you assume means he's out for at least one more week. So yeah, you're talking about a backup quarterback going up against one of the best defenses in the nation. There's uh, plenty of reasons to be a little bit nervous about this game.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is, and this is not now your game to test your quarterback. This is now your game to win, win the game. And if you have to saddle up your running backs against a really good defense, and those hard four or five yards that Jonathan Brooks can get you, you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to be very patient and not give not give Kansas State the ball back. <clears throat> Excuse me. You, you got to remember you do still have a young quarterback. This isn't one of those games like last week at BYU where you can take some chances and have him throw the ball around, or the first eight, pa- eight eight plays can be passes. No, no. You need the you need first downs. You need to control the football need to keep their offense off the field against your defense because they're going to have a hard time running it too. But I never worry about teams having a hard time throwing it. I still worry about this this secondary for Texas. And there's always one or two skilled guys that they have at wide receiver that seem to get open. You know what I'm saying? Some Juco kid that they bring in or some transfer portal dude that's just fantastic enough to give you a bunch of problems. So that's why I think this is – this is this is a you this is you got to go get them but you have to be able to to be physical with them cuz they're going to be physical with you and if you're not up to the physicality they'll run both those quarterbacks at you and say okay um, Texas isn't in it you know they're not they're not they're not holding up to the run game and they're not holding up to our quarterback run game so let's just continue to go at them let's continue to keep the chains moving we know we're they're, they're going to know they're going to be in a dogfight fight too because they know the the skill players that Texas has and when this kid does drop back to pass, you still got Xavier worthy. You still got, you know, guys that can go down the middle and go past your guys. But so they they want the ball and they want to keep the ball for a significant amount of time during this game.
0: Yeah. Both teams want to run the football. I don't think that's any secret, right? And my hope is Jonathan Brooks can have a game similar to what B. John Robinson had against Kansas State in twenty twenty two.
1: Sure. I mean, Bijon you got had, play, You got plays. You got things that you did well against them last year with your running back. Bijan had 30 carries for 209
0: yards and a touchdown. Yes, that that's what I want, right there. I mean, I don't know if Jonathan Brooks is going to average seven yards a carry. K State defense is better than what they had last year, and last year's defense was very good, good enough to win the Big 12. Uh, and Jonathan Brooks, as great as he's been, he's not Bijan Robinson. But man, I mean, that's that's what you want. Like like you said, you saddle up your best offensive player and you ride Jay Brooks until you can't ride him anymore.
1: You're and- right. You ride him right into the ground into into the fourth quarter and and if you got a substitute and bring in the freshman who is now a college football running back, bring him in. Give him a blow, but this is this is a Jonathan Brooks game. This is your offensive line guys who have not played very physical over the last couple of weeks. They have to play physical. They this is a come to Jesus meeting with those guys this week with the offensive line coach saying hey, listen, guys, we got a, a quite a running back back here. He's had 98 yards and, and 99 yards. They've got a 150-yard rusher back here that we can't even get over the century mark anymore. That's on us. We need yeah. to get a little bit more physical up front and, and make sure that the head coaches call more running plays than trick plays and all that other stuff and foolish plays in this game. We have to get down and dirty. We can do it. I mean, Texas offensive line can just, they can, they can overwhelm you when they want to. We saw that we've seen that before. It's we just have gotten it, very just, passive lately. We saw it
0: once, but we saw it was two months ago, man.
1: Yes, they've been like very I, passive lately. You know, the running back has had some long runs, but this is a game to to grind it out. You use the clock and use your special teams. You know, you've got some weapons on special teams that you have to use. You got to win that battle. You lose that battle, you're going to lose the games because that's that's the that can be the difference of the whole thing. Is your special teams? Your special teams has to win this. Be it be. At a high level, they had they have to be compete or be better than yeah. what K State brings. You can't. I'm just saying you can't lose the game because of special teams this week.
0: Right, like special teams matters, but this game's going to be won or lost on the or in line the trenches. Oh, yeah, no doubt, like, like special teams. Yeah, look, you, you you'd love to get another Xavier Worthy punt return touchdown. Sure. or block
1: or another or a block again.
0: Yeah, I mean your special teams outscored BYU's offense last Saturday. Like okay. no, that,
1: that won't score outscore this group. No,
0: no, but if you could get that game-changing type of play on special teams, real the
1: position-changing, the whole works. Yeah,
0: but the the lines of scrimmage, like Texas offensive line, has to play better than it's played in the last three games. Yes, like, even when they won thirty-five to six against BYU, I don't think the offensive line played all that well. No. Obviously, the Houston game was a problem, and the Oklahoma game was a big, big problem. So they've got to get this offensive line going, man. Like that's. That's what Jay Brooks needs. You got to give Jay Brooks some touches, but if if the O line's not getting pushed and there's nowhere for Jonathan Brooks to go, then it's not going to make too much of a difference right there. So and you got to get
1: both quarterbacks ready. You got to get both young guys ready because yep. the, the guy who started the year is not playing. He's not ready to go. So both of these guys have to be ready.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. What about the red zone issues, <laughs> bud? We've. Continue to talk about this, and I, I've basically given up hope with this offense. Well, way.
1: everything doesn't have to be – I mean, you'd like for everything to be a touchdown, but that that's not kind of this game. This is this is one of – and you got to be careful of the foolishness of these four, fourth down and three yards and all that stuff saying, oh, no, I think we can go. No, no, go ahead and take your points because down the fourth quarter, all those points are going to matter, I believe, in this game. As you said, it's a four-point line. Yeah. All the points matter. The field goals matter. Bring your redheaded dude in there and let him kick field goals if you have to. But you can't, you can't take momentum away from your entire team by bringing in defensive linemen going forward on fourth and two and getting stuffed and having momentum change in this game. You know, the momentum has to stay with the Longhorns, uh, I, I believe, in this game. This has to be your crowd, your momentum. Running the ball is going to be key. Dinks and dunks, take those, and then take your shots over the top with Xavier Worthy. But you're gonna enjoy the dinks and dunks this week, I believe. You know, yeah. the little swing screen. Oh no, not the first play, though. No, <laughs> no, 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 not the first play. You don't want to see another one of those? Come I, on. my expectations are I'm going to see it in some way, shape, or form. You know that. I mean you, know what?
0: you don't want Stark to throw nine of the first 10 plays with the backup quarterback again.
1: No, I I really don't. Yeah. I don't I, mean, I don't care if he's getting him in rhythm. I want to get the running back in rhythm that and the offensive line in rhythm. That's the group I want to get in rhythm this week. Getting the quarterback in rhythm, I can do that on the third series. Yeah. On the first and second series, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't throw in the first series. I'm not saying he doesn't throw on second and six or whatever. Let him throw a let him throw an out. He's got a strong enough out. Let him find the tight end in the zone. Let him find that guy Jay Witt, who went through a whole entire game last week, I believe, without a catch. Is that possible? Yeah. That, that dude didn't catch a football again last week. Yep. The guy that Sark loves the death since the day he got in here. I just love some Jay Witt. But there have been two games where he's been – he's got no balls in a football game. How does that – you know, you're trying to get your quarterback in rhythm. How about trying to get that guy in rhythm, too?
0: It'd be nice, but I'm with you. they got to run the football. Like, you can throw early. You just don't need to throw at nine of the first ten plays of the game. There's a balance there. Uh, You talked about fourth downs. That's obviously been a polarizing topic for Texas fans, too – Uh, about Sark's decision-making, especially in the red zone, to go for it on these fourth downs versus just taking the points. Uh, Somebody in the press conference yesterday asked Sark how he decides whether or not he is going to go for it on fourth down.
2: Um, It's more gut. You know, we have analytics. Um, I always find out kind of what the analytics says, but at the end of the day I go with um, what I think is in the best interest of our team at that moment. You know, I I jokingly say people have told me about the book. And I said, yeah, we, we have a book, too. But last time I checked, President Hartzell and CDC didn't hire the book. They hired Steve Sarkeesian to be the head coach. So I, I kind of trust my gut on a lot of that stuff.
1: Mm. Mm, yeah, that's me. Same with me. Mm, that's good.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a classic. I'm pissed off that you asked me this question. Don't yeah. ever ask oh, yeah. me that so, again.
1: Sorry, sorry, Dabo. Sorry yeah. we asked you that question. But that, <laughs> that question has come up because we're still trying to bring – Figure out why you just consistently want to bring a defensive lineman in the game just to prove us wrong. Don't don't worry about it. You're gonna. We know you're gonna bring that guy back in the game there on fourth and short. We know it. Everybody knows it. The American people know it. The other team on the other. By the way, the other team on the other side, they know it too. They know what happens when you bring a defensive lineman in there. Where you're going, wherever he goes, that's where the ball's going. We've all figured that out, Sark. But you're going to do it. Because you have to be the smartest guy in the room at times. But we're talking about winning games. We're not trying to be the smartest guy. and This isn't Jeopardy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We're not trying to do Jeopardy games here. We're just trying to win the game. So when you do that, and we all know it's coming, those other guys that get paid over there. They've got the best coach in the Big 12. He's going to say, wherever that big fat ass goes, it comes from the other side of the ball. That's where the ball is going, you guys. Gear it up. Now, they may slide him out there because – you know, the coach wants to show us we'll fool them this time. Well, they haven't fooled them but one time so far. They fooled them one time, maybe twice. Yeah. In the 60 times, it seems like they've done it. They may have gotten away with it twice, but no, spread them out as far as they can all the way to the bench and let your running back find a yard and a half or whatever. Or as you said, take that big, now that you've got, now that you're underneath center right now, take that big old 250 pound quarterback of yours at six foot six and push his ass for a yard or so, yeah. at least give that a shot. At least let us see that you do that. Right. You know? I, I wonder if they're working
0: on that in practice, right, the uh, the tush push or the brotherly shove, whatever they're doing in Philadelphia. If now, you had a
1: guy that big, wouldn't you at least give it a shot? Yeah,
0: I would. I would. Um, look, a lot of other teams have tried the tush push, and no one's had the type of success that Philadelphia has had, and it helps when your quarterback can squat like a 1,000 pounds like Jalen sure. Hurts can. I mean, a lot of that is just him just being – massive and having tree trunks for legs Um, but you'd like to think even without the tush push just like a normal quarterback sneak which has for years been the most successful short yardage play in football you'd like to think that yeah with the guy of Malik Murphy's size and stature that he'd be able to pull that off and fall forward for a yard or two you obviously can't do that you know first and goal from the five like you've got to figure out uh, ways to do something more in those situations. Well, but I'll we give we you the, get Jake, down to the goal And Jake line.
1: Majors and BK Jake Majors may not be healthy enough to do that type of thing. If that's if that's what's going on with that, and they don't oh, feel like and get him
0: off the field. If he can't block for a quarterback sneak, well, that's a joke.
1: I mean, if he's got up. a bad knee, you got to be careful. A bad ankle with him, you got to be be careful. I mean, there's, I mean, there's always excuses of why you won't why you won't do that. And that may be the one is they don't feel like they have enough strength at the center position to even attempt to do that, yeah. but they don't, Hey, it doesn't take much to say, Hey, defensive lineman, it's your turn going in there. Right. that doesn't I'll, take much. They feel I'll like those if, guys
0: are healthy. I wonder if Sark, uh, I mean, they tried a quarterback sneak, I think in that Alabama game and it was a freaking disaster. The ball ended up on the ground and thankfully Jonathan Brooks was Jonathan on the spot. At that moment, and recovered it, and Texas was able to keep the football. I wonder if Sark just has like PTSD from that. Like oh, I tried it once and it didn't work, so I'm not going to try it again. The oh difference that was Quinn Ewers, and you know this is Malik Murphy. So. But he'll
1: but he'll bring in Byron Murphy at the goal line, which that thing hasn't been successful in like 12 well, tries. It did I mean, work. It did work. Oh, 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 the one that he caught, the one that made him right. Well, oh, that's that's Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, yeah. I don't agree with it.
0: I wish they would stop doing it, but that play has at least worked. The, the one time it feels like they've tried an actual quarterback sneak, they'd freaking fumbled the ball. So, I don't know. I would still try because nothing they're doing right now is working. So, to me, it's like, can it be worse than the, the shit that is being called right now at the goal line? I don't think so. Well, have you uh, seen
1: them just take – just everybody and stick them on one side of the line, have one defender on that at the, over the center – one for the one for the quarterback, one for the running back. Put eight to one side and let's just go and see if yeah. Jonathan Brook can't find you. Uh, break a tackle for a yard and a half, straight up, the, whatever. You could try to call similar
0: run plays to what you're calling in between the twenties. That is working. Like you could you can. Oh, could you, try that. you
1: like when they get down to like the ten when they run the ball to that spot. Yep. Yeah, you, you don't can't. You can try those. I, I don't know. That's 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 where the head coach makes the money. He and Dabble. That's where they make their money. So. You have to go you, – You as a fan, you have to go along with it because if it's worked once and it hasn't worked for the last 17 times after that, they can always lean back on, remember when it worked? Yeah, yeah I remember when it worked, yeah. That seemed like a long time ago, Coach. How you bringing Dabo into this? Oh, Dabo had a rant yesterday that was oh, yeah. incredible. Did you hear that? I did. Yeah, I would have cut it up, but it was like five and a half minutes long. Wow, did he go – off on the guy,
0: yeah, some guy called into the coach's radio show and was like, You're making too much money and your team sucks. What's the deal and Dabo literally dropped a five and a half minute wrestling promo. wow,
1: did he on, ever on that dude
0: on why he's the man and oh yeah i'd I'd sign up for Sark to be Dabo. maybe not twenty twenty three Dabo but like i'll I'll take that type of coaching tenure. I'm okay with that. I think, I think Dabo was uh, – he's pissing people off and they're not having a good year and it feels like they've fallen off the top. But
1: Yeah, over the last couple of years, yeah, they've fallen down a, a couple of times, but I'll take those couple national championships to <laughs> Yeah,
0: you kidding me? So, look, the thing is, like, back to the fourth down stuff, and it's kind of in unison, right, because a lot of the fourth downs that Texas has tried is, have been right near the goal line and they're, they're not working. Like, it's not like Sark is saying, F the analytics – I'm going with my gut and going against the numbers. He's his decision-making has been in line with what the analytics say that he should do. And for a coach that preaches all gas, no breaks, you know, it's, it's gotta be frustrating to him that he would even have to consider trotting out the field goal unit on like a fourth and goal from the two yard line. But it's gotten to the point now where we're eight games into the season where you just might have to take some Pepto-Bismol and your gut might have to feel a little different. And you yeah, just got to take you those points. Take point. It's, it sucks because I, like, I hate thinking like that. Like, God, with the talent on this offense, you should be able to pick up a fourth and goal from the one, from the two, from the three, whatever. Like, that shouldn't be hard. But we've got a big enough sample size to know that it is hard for this team.
1: Well, it's and, very hard when your offensive line is getting no push when you get to the two and three-yard line. They don't get right. any push. You don't see the momentum going the other way. It's, it's either a stalemate or somebody comes clean in your backfield or the big guy that you bring in on defense gets hit right between the eyes, gets knocked into the running back, and you're going, oh, boy, here we go. Ball going the other way. Nothing's momentum working. Momentum change. No. Yeah,
0: nothing's, nothing's working at the goal line. So it's, it's, it's annoying because, man, when you have like a 70, 75-yard drive to get down to the three-yard
1: line, of course yeah, you, you want to walk three. away. Yeah, you hate getting three. It feels terrible. Yeah, exactly.
0: And that's, you know, I, I don't like getting three. You know, Steve Sarkeesian being an offensive-minded coach doesn't like getting three. He wants to get into the end zone, and he feels okay, like Okay, here's what enough. you do.
1: Just like the guy from George, Kirby Smart said, hey, we need to run better plays when we're not in the red zone or so We need to score from way out then. Kirby yes. Smart says, I don't care about all that analytics about red zones and stuff. He goes, we will score from the 30. we We'll call, I'll make sure my offensive play caller calls plays that we can score from the 30 and 25 and and whatever so we don't. We don't have that many plays down at the goal line because we got enough talent to score from out there. We don't want to get hung up on scoring zone. Any place over the 50 is a scoring zone to Georgia, you know? I mean, Texas has scored. They had a couple of longer touchdowns in the game last week. Like, It's not
0: like they're incapable of scoring from outside of the red zone. They've done it a few times, but that's not how football works. You can't always have 30 to 40 to 50-yard touchdowns. Like, You've got to be able to capitalize in the red zone. And they're not doing it. And three points is better than zero points. And yes. too often, these drives are turning into zero points. So in a defensive th- – this is a game especially, man. Like, yes. you know, T- TCU, Iowa State, Texas Tech, the three games after this, if you want to go for it on some fourth downs, sure. Far, I, I, like, Texas will be bigger than four-point favorites in those games. Uh, I feel much better about Texas winning those games than I do about this game this Saturday. But once again, you're talking about two top 15 defensive teams in college football points are going to be at a premium this saturday this is going to be a swallow some pride coach and take the points when the points are looking you dead in the face
1: dude that crowd is going to have him he's going to be dancing on the sideline he's going to be feeling it the crowd over a hundred thousand beautiful day for a football game he knows he can move right up the ladder you know with all these teams in first place he knows he can send one tumbling down he knows then he's you know eyeballing, you know, the, the following week and what's going to happen there and stuff. So he's like, No, I'm going for it. Forget all that bullshit. I'm going for it. That's yep. just that crowd is going to that. Ca- and the crowd and the crowd never says, Kick it. No, you know, the crowd it, always it, wants to go. And, and you and never like, hear them go, Kick it, kick it. No, hell no, they never said it. it's always. I don't care if it's fourth and six.
0: I know, I know. Even right now, right? With a bunch of our texters and YouTube commenters saying, Take the damn points. People at DKR oh, no. on Saturday will be moaning and groaning when Sideshow Burt comes out onto the field. Maybe Sark just hates that guy. Maybe he's like, That hair's stupid. I don't want to see you. <laughs> that, dude is,
1: that dude is kicking him through the uprights. Let him keep on doing it, especially this week. No, we can't do that.
0: Let's uh let's have the punter throw the kick or the ball instead. Oh
1: no, let's do yeah, let's do that <laughs> and give up, give it up the other way. Let's do that instead and then have a nine-minute drive the other way. No, let's not let's not give them any momentum whatsoever. This is a game you got to find ways not to give this other team momentum. If you no. got them down, you got to keep them down. And you got to find ways to keep them down and keep them I mean you got to turn you have to have turnovers. You have to make that quarterback either if either one of them runs, somebody needs to go for the ball. They need to secure the tackle because they're both good runners. But that ball needs to come loose from these quarterbacks cuz they will be running the football.
0: Yeah. Yeah, missed tackles were a bit of a problem for the Texas defense last Saturday. I mean, they they didn't give up a touchdown. They were awesome. Uh, they gave up a couple of big pass plays, mm-hmm. but they did miss more tackles than I would have liked. You're fine against BYU because they don't have the players that Kansas State has. Uh, you miss some tackles against K-State, especially their quarterbacks, then yes. you know, those turn into big, big plays that can just crush your defense. So The point I need proven to me
1: this week is that you you talk about You know, every every time every Monday or every Thursday, Sark will talk about physicality. Okay, that's what I want to see. Help that I want to see because when this team is physical, they're hard to stop on both sides of the football. But I haven't seen that combo in 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 a while. It seems like a while since I've seen that combo of the offensive line and the defensive line just kind of dominate a group. You know what I'm saying? They they dominate in spurts. You know, nice drive, but then then they get like you say, you get to the red zone. And things get to be kind of finessey and, and strange, like you can't turn around and hand it off for four and five yards. The O-line. Yeah. the o, Not the, the D-line. Yeah. No, the D-line is great okay. against the run, period. Yeah. They're, they're great against the run. It's the secondary that struggles on that defense right now. And I don't know if that can get fixed unless a bunch of guys get healthy, unless they change up their scheme, unless they put pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. And that has to come from – and the D-line's pressured enough that that's why they are – that's why they only have one loss is because of that. I what think there do. were there were two
0: massive defense uh, differences in the secondary last week. Buck uh, Ryan Watts being back made a huge difference. Sure, and Texas's defensive line just dominating. BYU made a huge difference. You're you're not going to be able to do that against K State. Their O line is no. too good. So that's I think you're fair, like with your concerns with the secondary still, even though they had a much better performance than what they had shown against OU or Houston uh their quarterback's gonna have way more time to throw the football this weekend and uh, i i think there is still some cause for concern with that and
1: i hope catalan can play in this game this this is a game for him when it comes to with the quarterback run where he can get close to the line of scrimmage and he can make some i mean some big time tackles i i haven't heard anything that's real real positive about that about him coming back but this is a game where they could use him for sure
0: Sark called him week to week. He said, Ewers, Catalan, and Ethan Burke are all week to week. That was the uh, injury update it that he gave. Sounds like it doesn't
1: mean this week. No,
0: no. When a guy could play this week, he usually says, like, oh, we practiced today and we'll yeah. monitor him and it'll be a game-time decision kind of thing. Or, oh, I'll let you know on Thursday. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, hearing week to week to me, I think, uh, is, is pretty clear that we won't see any of those three this weekend. Which I think is- this is
1: the game, BK. We know we thought last week maybe the game where the head coach needs to win and needs to make some calls. Make some decisions to win. This is the one.
0: Yeah, this Sark didn't game win game. last week's game. No. If you want to, if you want to give a game ball to a coach, you give it to either PK or Jeff Banks. You mm-hmm. or the special teams coordinator, because those were the two units that played at a damn near elite level a week ago. Uh, the offense is obviously the biggest frustration that Texas fans had from thirty-five-six over BYU. So, yeah, it wasn't Stark who won in the football game last weekend, but, yeah, this and I this still weekend, think he did a
1: fantastic job with a, young, with a first-time quarterback in there. Yeah. I, I really do. I'm, I'm still yeah. still not down. I still understand what he was trying to do with the quarterback because if, if there's a game that you needed to find out what your – I mean, I don't think you needed to pass him like the first eight plays or whatever, but once again, if you weren't going to find out what he could do throwing the football in that game, what game can you do it again? You can't. Right. You had to find out how he's going to be in certain situations and it worked out. Okay. For a first time, first guy under the center for the first time.
0: It worked out. Okay.
1: But now he's been under there. Now, now it's like, let's just go play ball. Let's get back to doing some of the things, making the throws that you have to do. You're going to have to have uh, tries where you've got to go 60 yards, 50 yards. You're not going to get it. It's not going to be set up for you in their in their territory by, by great punt returns for touchdowns or, your defense playing, the defense will give up some things in this game. You might have to have a 70-yard drive. Can that kid take them 70 or 75 yards? That's what you're going to have to find out. And, and you're just going to have to play offense. You're going to have to play the offense that you play with everybody else. It can't be turn around and handed off every time. It just, it just can't be. So that's why I'm not down at what, what I saw from that kid playing quarterback and what I saw from the coach last week. I just, you had to do it. I mean, you, you just, you can't just turn around and hand it off.
0: That, yeah. Once again, you don't have to throw it nine of 10 times, but you also said that. So over the yeah. course of the game, I thought the balance was fine. Sure. I just like, look, the reason Texas jumped out to that lead wasn't because of the offense, it was because you had a punt return touchdown and the defense had an interception with the big run back. that gave you a really short field for you to score your first offensive touchdown mm-hmm. Texas's first two offensive drives where they started with like normal field position. They threw it a bunch and they punted it twice. Like that's like they, they didn't start scoring until they started running the football. So I just, I don't want that to be the game plan this weekend. I get it. You got to get your quarterback in a rhythm, but you, like you don't, you don't do that.
1: Once again, I want to get my offensive line in a rhythm and my running back in a rhythm first. Yes, in the
0: that's it. That is it. All right. One more from Steve Sarkisian before we uh, shift gears here, let's talk about Malik Murphy. Here's Sark. Now that he and Malik Murphy have, you know, worked the game together. Here's Steve Sarkeesian talking about how he's going to game plan with Malik Murphy at quarterback moving forward.
2: Actually, as you get into game planning for the next opponent, you're like, okay, this looked like he was really comfortable with this stuff. This, these things over here, maybe not quite as comfortable, but I've seen him do it before in practice. And these things over here, uh, maybe we're just not there yet. And that's okay too, right? And so we have plenty of offense to, uh, to, to play good football with. But to your point, I, I do think there's finding his rhythm is, is really important um, and trying to do the things that, that he's you know comfortable with, but more so comfortable with that he does well. Um, I love to throw deep out routes, but I'm not very good at it, right? So naturally, I didn't want those called when I played. I wish I could have. Um, but with Malik... You know, there, he's got all the arm talent in the world, all right? There's a comfort level of the progressions and different things that we do uh, that that hopefully, we're, like I said, we're putting him in position to, to have a great deal of success.
1: Yeah, and I think, the, I think the receivers played a pretty good game last week to get him in, get him in that comfort zone of where they got open. They sat in the places. They weren't fidgety. They got to spots, you know. A.D. Mitchell got to, to, to where he needed to be, you know not a step behind, not overshooting where he's supposed to sit in zones and caught the ball. they got to continue to do those type of things. And they have to do it down the field. Continue to work on the screen game, not screen games where they leave two guys come flying open and – two well, one guy and two guys decide not to block him, and he's Hmm. in the quarterback's face. But you have to do – and the quarterback, once again, has to take care of the football. That's his job. His job is to move the team, to, to get everybody in rhythm, move the team, but to take care of the football. Let your defense play the way they have to play. They're the ones that are going to really keep you going. So don't mm-hmm. don't give the don't give up the ball in good field position for your opponent. So that's your job too. But the other guys, I thought did did their jobs last week. Just wasn't happy with the offensive line. I just haven't I haven't been happy with the offensive line play for quite a few games. Because I, I just don't you know I think that I think the running back has done fantastic with what he's what he's had going. But they're just kind of leaning on guys. You know they're not they're not moving people they're leaning on people yep and I, and and they didn't do that they didn't do it against Houston and last week they didn't do it again they just kind of were leaning around you know they're not, they're not dominating you know where you're going to say hey listen i'm going to run that ball right back at that same spot again
0: yeah you know, the line the line's been the biggest disappointment for this team this year for me
1: yeah, uh, this team's seven and one. It's the best record they've had since
0: '09. Like important to keep that in perspective when That's, having yeah. all of these conversations. Sure, but, always,
1: always do. I mean, I mean that'll be shown when we pick our top five. We we still uh, for what this team has done, their the trajectory is very very high. I don't. I I hope their best football is ahead of them because they're going to need their foot best football to be ahead of them. It's yeah. just that we've seen very okay football, which. Well, the O-line
0: right. has been okay. The defense was great last week. The special teams was great. That was way better than okay. Anytime you keep somebody out of the end zone, that's that's better than okay. The offense has some things to work on. Understandable that it would look sporadic with a first-time starter at a yes. quarterback. There's no excuse for the O-line playing this bad. There's no. no excuse for it. Like They were better than this last year. They played a whale of a game in Tuscaloosa against – An Alabama defensive front that's one of the best in football. Remind you, Alabama still wasn't lost to anybody else this year. They're still really, really good down here. Uh, This O-line should be better. All five starters back from last year. This is the deepest O-line Texas has had in maybe two decades. And they're just average right now. They're not awful. They were pretty close to awful against Oklahoma. But they're just average. And there's no reason this should – like. Let me check. I've got the Phil Steele magazine right now, and I'm going to make sure I'm remembering correctly, but Phil Steele ranks every position unit in college football before the season. And I'm pulling this up right now to make sure I have this right. He has Texas. He had Texas as his number four offensive line in the country going into this season. This group looks nothing close to a top five O line this season. So it wasn't just burnt orange Kool-Aid drinker saying this should be one of the best offensive lines in football. This was national guys. Phil Steele. We all love Phil Steele. He's got like he's the smartest college football mind there is, you could argue. He thought this O-line would be elite and they're just average. They're more like in the 40s instead of top 4 in yeah. college football right now and it's fine. They're not like costing Texas games, but they just need to be better for Texas to run the table and win the Big 12 and hopefully get to the college football playoff.
1: Or right. yeah, they need to be better. They need to be as good as they were last year when they had a great running back because they have a special running back again this year. Oh. And, and you've got to be – I mean, you've got to control the football. You've got to control the clock and the football with this, and you should be able to a lot with your run game. We've seen it before. It's not a mystery to us to see what Texas can do with, the, with their running game, You know whether they call the same play over and over and over. They seem to find ways to get yardage out of it. It's just been kind of fluffy and puffy right now, you know? yeah, Yeah. It's I'm mushy, marshmallow kind of nastiness. Yeah.
0: Ooh, yeah, you don't want don't be giving oh. out marshmallows tonight to the trick or treaters, man. Nobody wants that shit.
1: Or dental floss and stuff like that. No, oh. is that what you're gonna do? A little things of dental floss for the kids. Are they gonna? My house gonna get egged, dude? If you give me one of those, I'm just trying to help you, kid.
0: Nutshot. <laughs> You've got my permission, oh. you kids out there. Since you're small. If no. somebody gives you dental floss. These aren't floss, good tips for these kids. Groin shot. Nuts, no. Ovaries,
1: whatever. No. Boom. no. Right. And you never hit a girl. Don't listen to this guy. He's lost his mind.
0: Lost my mind? You've lost your mind if you're giving out floss to kids on Halloween. What are you doing?
1: Little tooth, you know, the little toothbrushes you get from the dentist. I got a bunch of those from Dr. Eckert. So if I drop one in your bag, wouldn't you be like, oh, thank you, mister? Thanks for looking out for me.
0: I'd walk into your house, find like the nicest vase or the nicest thing made of glass and just drop it on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> and then I'm giving you oh. the Tom Herman double birds on the way out of there.
1: How about if I give one of the kids my dog, the new dog and say, hey, take this dog for Halloween. You know, they'll take that dog, right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love this dog. Here, take Louie, take him with you.
0: <laughs> Louie's going to. Eat all the Halloween candy by the end of the night.
1: Oh, they'll, they'll, they'll get rid of that dog. They'll just let him go.
0: Yep. Oh, man. Hey, as our guy Ru says, please smash the like button. You don't even have to smash it. You can just hit it one time. That's all it takes. Give this video a thumbs up. It really helps this channel continue to grow. We are uh, over 5,900 subscribers, Buck. We are getting closer and closer to 6K in about two months of existence. So thank you guys once again for the continued love and support. Of what we've got building here at Texas Sports Unfiltered, we're very proud of what we've built, but we're even prouder for what's to come in the future. And a reminder, a couple of things: this yeah. Friday, Covert Bee Cave, legendary lifetime Longhorn Ricky Williams will be our guest. Get you a free lunch thanks to our friends at Verdes Mexican Parea and Smoky Moe's Barbecue. Come hang out, come see the gorgeous cars, trucks, and SUVs they have to offer out there at Covert Bee Cave. But, yeah, we're going to be talking Longhorn football. Ricky's going to be taking some pictures. He's going to be signing some autographs. We would love a giant crowd to join us out there at Covert B Cave. That's this Friday from about 12 to 1. You can get there a little bit early if you want. Sure. Uh, and come I'm hang to stay us. You know. Yes, yeah, say hi to us. We'll be there. Uh, a lot of the TSU team will be there. And, of course, yes, Ricky Williams will be there as well. That's yes. Friday. And then Saturday morning, a reminder, Buck, Schultz yeah, Garden. Man. Schultz Garden. For the Texas Sports Unfiltered pre-game show, right and early. We'll be live from 8.30 to 10.30 for the 11 a.m. kickoff. But uh, come by on your way to the game, or hey, if you just want to watch the game somewhere, they've got giant TVs at Schultz Garden. Come pre-game with us. Get some beers. Get some food. Get so on the Hall.
1: How about that? We'll be yes, right there in the hall. Right there cool in the is hall. that?
0: Yep. If it's cold, they'll have the heat on. If it's warm, they'll have the A.C. on. Uh, we'll be there. We'll be on. Talking Texas football. So some big events coming up later this week. We hope to see all of you people at both.
1: Yeah, and and there's no doubt about it. Once you're out at Cobras, remember they got Buicks, GMC, Cadillacs, Chryslers, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. They all await you out there. 42 wonderful acres, and they service all the GM models. Now, if you bought a car, say you bought a GM model car or or something out in in Bastrop or or up in Hutto, you can get a service right there in in B-Cave. They'll service that car. As long as you brought it from the Covers, you're going to get that car service. Cadillac, whatever. They will service it right there for you. Nobody beats that Covert deal. Not now, not ever. And I'm looking forward to this week. And I haven't seen, seen my man Ricky in, in quite a while. It's been a, it's been about a year and a half, almost two years since I've seen him. Mm. You know, we've had him on the show. And we may get a chance. I'll talk to him today. We may get a chance to get to him on this show before Friday even to talk about. So there's a big events for him. You know, the celebration of the 20. Fifth anniversary of the Heisman Trophy, man, I'm old. Yes, man, you that's are. Like a long, long time ago. Good, uh, Reef. Should be fun though. Beautiful day out there. It's going to be fantastic, and the drinkers will be out. Whether that games at noon. Hey, when do you start? You got to start sometime.
0: I wish it was at noon. It's at 11 a.m. Oh, so yeah, it's uh, look. People will be out. Schultz will be popping. It always is. But the 11 a.m. games, I mean, we get it with Texas OU every year. We haven't gotten a ton of 11 a.m. games outside of that. Uh, And then with the move to the SEC, I don't know if we'll be getting any 11 a.m. games. Yeah. Which is a good thing. But Fox owning the Big 12 rights, they put their biggest game at 11 a.m. Or they call it Big Noon Kickoff because it's noon on the East Coast. Uh, Yeah, Texas K-State, I think, like, if OU won last week, bedlam probably would have been the 11 a.m. game right but because texas won and kansas state won and oklahoma lost uh texas k-state is now the best game in the conference this weekend Yeah, because
1: yeah, it's oklahoma's going to take it on the chin this week too in bedlam yeah what yes they are because the number one team in the big 12 they've got a home game against their heated rival how many what? units how many units how many units two thousand units on yeah. okie state yes indeed And you like that. You'd like to see them go down. Of course.
0: But my biggest bet of the year is, like, I always bet on Oklahoma in that game.
1: Don't do it. Don't do it this year.
0: You know their record against Oklahoma State? All time? What is that? 91-19. and Dude, you think they're losing the last bedlam? Yes, they are. Yes, they are, are, because they won't be able to stop the run this week. Well, not if you're putting 2000 units on it, they're not losing.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're losing that game because the number 1 team in the Big 12 will win their game this week.
0: You're you're calling Oklahoma State the number 1 team in the Big 12? Oh, yes, indeed. I guess they are tied for first. All right, well, let's let's give some love to some sponsors cuz we are going to power rank our uh okay. Big 12 teams right now. We'll do the top 5 cuz there is a five-way tie in this conference in kansas who is the third highest ranked team in this league is not even a part of that five-way tie right that? now but uh, before we do that some love to some of our great sponsors how about a recorded spot from our man tom mckay at av consultations
2: hi this is tom mckay with Audiovisual consultations scientific data proves it size does matter the bigger and wider your television is the better football season is here and the time is now to get your entire audio video experience tuned up and ready new flat screens projection video dolby true hd surround all the goodies at great prices and followed up with great service so call us at 255-8678 that's 255-8678 or on the web at avconsultations.com
1: thank you tom appreciate that and for our fans over at, and, and folks over at texas orthopedics uh, if you're seeking specialized patient focused orthopedic care contact the experts at Texas Orthopedics. Now, their physicians offer comprehensive surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for kids and adults, spinal care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and even more. Their goal is to get you right back in good health and give you that great quality of life that you deserve. Visit txortho.com for more information. Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in Texas. More information, once again, go to txortho.com.
0: Yeah, and if you're looking for greatness when it comes to furniture, look no further than Great Blue Heron Furniture. Doggo. Literally in the name, and it should be in the name. Great Blue Heron Furniture Company has been around since 1991. Custom leather furniture company that focuses on heavy leathers, hides, and fabrics, ranging from traditional Western to modern farmhouses. This stuff is beautiful, and I'm telling you, you're not going to find more stylish more comfortable and more well-built furniture anywhere in the world. Bucky said it earlier. He sits on his couch and he just falls in the couch. That's that's not what you need. You need you a good couch that's going to last you and your family a long time. That's what you're going to find at greatblueheronfurniture.com. And if you use the promo code HOOKEM, you're going to get 15% off. That's right, 15% off your purchase if you just type in Hook'Em at checkout. If you're watching on YouTube, there's a link in the video description below that will take you right to the Texas Sports Unfiltered Collection over there at Great Blue Heron Furniture. Yeah, we've got our own collection. We're moving on up like the Jeffersons, baby. Great Blue Heron Furniture, the best furniture that you can find. Longhorn-owned company. Most of the manufacturing is done right here in the great state of Texas. GreatBlueHeronFurniture.com. All right, we'll have some fun later because there are a couple of videos that I want to show you today, Buck. Gotta have them. But for trigger treat,
1: that outfit, are, are you like a mad doctor or something? What is that? Yeah, what's hanging? Is that something hanging from your ear? I'm Dr. Nova Kane. Nova Kane. Dr. Kane, I see. Not, what, is that, is that, what is that thing in your ear? Is that where you keep your sunglasses?
0: Not Alex Loeb's wife, Yvonne Nava. I'm okay. Dr. Nova,
1: Nova Kane. Kane. Okay.
0: I'm a demented dentist. And this is, uh, you know, like a bloody, bloody surgical. Oh,
1: I see. Bringing back the COVID mask here. Oh, no, please don't do that.
0: We've got the uh, little tooth
1: necklace as well that
0: we're rocking.
1: Come on, man. Sixth Street is just awaiting this bull crap tonight with you down there with that crap on. Come Uh, on, man.
0: Oh man I don't know if I'm gonna make it out to sixth street tonight maybe if the rangers win i'll uh i'll I'll take my town late
1: night stroll down there thirty
0: six because I'll be in such a good mood but uh now I did my Halloween festivities on Saturday. I dressed up as a rabbi i gotta show uh i gotta show a picture of that at some point. that was my Halloween costume Oh, well, you've
1: got that bad mustache going
0: oh I had like a full-on
1: does he have the whole works? Yeah, like a beard. It was part of the costume and the hat and a
0: giant robe and a talus. Wow, it was full on. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll pull up a picture maybe tomorrow to to show the folks uh, what I was at on Saturday. But today we are the uh, demented dentist.
1: Sad, sad. sad. Right. Okay,
0: right. we, we've got a five way top. Like it's funny, man. I mean, the Big Twelve just got dunked on before the year started. And then the Big 12 did not have a very good showing in the non-con. Obviously, Texas went and got a win at Alabama. But you you looked around the conference, and most of the Big 12 versus other Power 5 non-conference games early in the year were won by the other Power 5 schools. And everyone's like, oh, man. I mean, the Big 12 is usually not great, but this might be the worst year of the Big 12 ever. But all of a sudden, there are a few teams in this league that were left for dead that have kind of found their stride, and here we are going into the final month of the regular season with five teams at four and one, and two teams right behind them at three and two. So seven teams within a game of first place in the Big Twelve as we are a day away from the calendar flipping over to November. Let me make sure I have the five teams right. You've got Texas, you've got Oklahoma, you've got Oklahoma State. You've got Kansas State and you've got Iowa State. All of them are five and one, and then Kansas and West Virginia is the game back at three and two in the Big Twelve right now. You currently have four ranked teams in the Big Twelve. Of course, Texas ranked number seven, Oklahoma number ten, KU at twenty two, and K State back into the top five. Excuse me, back into the top twenty five at number twenty five. But I will give you the floor. You can rank the. You can pick the top five teams in terms of the standings, but I want your current top five teams in the Big 12 Conference here on Halloween, Buck. Now, I've
1: gotten a chance to watch them all and watch them all pretty closely. My number one team in the Big 12 is Oklahoma State. I think they're playing great football right now on both sides of the ball, and their run game is so solid. And they've got – I love some Jonathan Banks, but they may have the best runner in the nation right now. Jonathan Banks from Breaking Bad? John, I'm sorry, Jonathan Brooks. I, I'm just thinking, yeah, John, Jonathan Brooks is one of the best, but this dude, Gordon, is like a beast among beasts right now. You know, yeah. so I, I'm thinking. He leads I, the
0: country. Ollie Gordon, the Oklahoma State running back, leads the nation in rushing oh, yards right now. Yeah.
1: And those are, and he's putting up like big numbers, crazy numbers when it comes to rushing the ball. So I've got them at number one. Number two, that's right, your Texas Longhorns at number two. I still feel good about this team. I feel great about this defense. Uh, I, I think they, they're, they're still, as Coach says, I think they, their best football is still in front of them, which it has to be, Coach. So I'm going along with that. That's just Coach speak right there. It has to be in front of them because they can't play their okay football right now from this point on and win a bunch more games. They won't. Uh, I think the teams are still good enough to beat them. Number three, Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma, even though they beat Texas, I'm sliding them behind Texas at number three because I think they got a loss somewhere, but well, they got one coming up this week for sure in Bedlam. They're they're not beating Oklahoma State. Oh come on! Number four is the team that Texas plays, and that's Kansas State for me. I mean that'll get that'll a lot of things will happen after this week, and we know that. But I, I think Texas, I think Texas can beat uh, Kansas State. I think Kansas State is just ripe and just right at number four and number five. I think a lot of things are gonna go not through your mark you, but I think down in Morgantown, they may have something to say with things to go on. I know they got two losses already, but I like West Virginia's number five.
0: You do even in
1: front of your Kansas, that's right. In front of your Jayhawks, that's right. Why? To... Things will happen in Morgantown. Morgantown, Morgantown's gonna make a, a lot, lot of things happen. Who's got who's got to go to Morgantown yet?
0: Well, OU host West Virginia.
1: That sucks. That'll be – they'll get the pants beat off of them, in West a Virginia.
0: Weeks. West Virginia, they host BYU this weekend. They go to Norman. They host Cincinnati. Then they play in Waco. Those are the last four games for WVU.
1: Well, none of those teams they're playing make a difference, do they?
0: No, I mean, it, no, Oklahoma obviously does. They can play spoiler for OU, but I assume yeah, but they're not going to win gonna
1: that win game. game. No, they're not going to win that game. So, I mean, they could I go three number five. What about Kansas? Who's, who does Kansas have an opportunity to beat on uh, the board or at home?
0: They're in Ames this weekend at Iowa State, which is an interesting game because, you know, those are two of the top teams in the. conference. I just
1: can't put Iowa State as number five. I just no. can't find a way to do it. No,
0: Kansas plays at Iowa State. They're home against Tech. They're home against Kansas State. Then they're at Cincinnati. That's what KU's got the rest of the way. KU's not one okay. of this conference.
1: Okay. Uh, Jalen Daniels well, comes back. Well, West Virginia can't help us then, so I'll put Kansas as number five. I'll put K-State and then Kansas. Okay. So, I'm getting West Virginia out of there. I thought there were more games, beneficial games to be played down in Morgantown.
0: Well, it's just your power rankings. It, it doesn't have to be like your prediction for what the standings look like at the end of the year. This is just your top five teams in the league right now. So, if you yeah, want well, to stick with West Virginia, that's fine.
1: Well, my original was going to be Texas, K-State, OU, Kansas, and West Virginia. So, I, I just I, it's hard for me to put Iowa State in there because they can – I don't know. How are they getting better as, as the year goes on?
0: They're, they're, they're no good. Their defense is very good. Uh, their offense still has some issues. Uh, I'm not super bought into Beck or their offense as a whole right now, but their defense under Matt Campbell is playing at a really, really high level. Um, they're not a top five team in this conference though. I know they're
1: in that five-way tie for first okay, place. Okay, then I'll, play, I'll put Kansas in there as number I just, You don't the, like my number one. You don't like Oklahoma State.
0: No, no, no. Oklahoma State is not the best team in this conference. I think you're insane for picking that. They lost to South Alabama 33 to 7. I know teams can get better and they clearly have gotten better. And that win against K-State was a nice win against K-State. And yeah, 4 yes. and 1 in the Big 12 in their last 5 games. That's solid. But
1: they got the same conference they got the same conference losses that four of the teams have, correct? They do. They do. Uh,
0: they beat Cincinnati, they beat West Virginia, they beat Kansas and they beat Kansas State. Those are their four wins in this league um if if Quinn Ewers was healthy Texas would be my number one team
1: yeah, I've got they, I've, they, I've got them at two so yeah they would be my number one team
0: I've got K-State number one right now uh I'm telling you right now in the words of that crazy airplane lady hold on let me see let me see how I did with my impersonation
3: but I am telling
1: But I am telling you right now. Yeah, you sound just like her, and you dress like her, too.
0: (laughs) With Quinn Ubers out, I've got K-State as the number one team, and I'm telling you right now that I will have Kansas State winning this football game in Austin on Saturday. I'll give give my prediction right now. I'll save the score for later in the week. Okay. But I I am picking K-State to win because I think right now they are the best team in the conference. I'll go Texas number two. Even though Oklahoma beat Texas, and I'm sure OU fans – they're like, what the hell are you talking about? Did you forget what happened three weeks ago? I, I said it leaving the Cotton Bowl, and I feel even stronger about it now uh, that if there was a rematch between these two teams, Texas would find a way to win. So I would pick Texas on a neutral field right now to beat Oklahoma, which is why I have Texas 2 and Oklahoma 3.
1: So you don't see that happening again. You don't see them playing that group again. Texas and Oklahoma playing in a championship game? No. It's going
0: gonna, it's gonna to come down to tiebreakers, man. Like – I, I, k-state and oklahoma don't play which is annoying because k-state always beats oklahoma uh so i could still see oklahoma getting back there but it's not a
1: guarantee i mean shoot leaving the cotton bowl we
0: hey, all hope kinda, you guarantee
1: after this weekend that's for sure
0: yeah well yeah if ou loses this weekend which they won't because they never lose to little brother uh then yeah it won't be a guarantee but i've got k-state one texas two ou three i'll go kansas four and i'll go oklahoma state five that's my top five right now. I'm with you on Iowa State. Uh, I still not bought into them. What they've done is impressive because they look like one of the worst teams in Power Five through the first three weeks. I mean, they lost to Ohio, not Ohio State, but Ohio U out of the MAC. They scored seven points in a home loss to Ohio, and that was like, oh my god, this team might go winless in the Big Twelve, and here they so are, four and one. Bedlam but they're not is, top five.
1: Bedlam is not a a. a it, obviously, it's not the Fox broadcast. It's not. Fox's big game. Is it anybody else's big game? Because if it's nationally televised big game, then Gundy won't win because he doesn't win big games on TV.
0: Oh, it's a, I think two thirty kick on ABC. Uh, so of course it's nationally televised and that. Yeah. That's
1: I mean, I mean, cool. just, is it the, the big, big, it is the biggie of one of the.
0: Well, that's not, I mean, it's not big noon kickoff and it's not a night game. So that's like two thirty is kind of the most tucked in window that you could find. Right. Like that. Yeah. That's the smallest time slot i think you could get no
1: yeah that's the one that's gundy doesn't win those games he doesn't win any game against oklahoma he's three and 15 against them
0: but hey make it a 2000 unit play please because my, cousin, my cousin's gonna keep fading you
1: so don't fade, me. don't fade me in that game that's the one you shouldn't fade the bug just come on just believe in me there you. oklahoma state's winning that football game
0: it's hard to believe in you when you're down twenty-one thousand units right now.
1: You Have a little faith, you know. See the world through the eyes of a child. Remember that. What does that mean here? <laughs> There's, this is see a see bright- the world in the eyes of a child. My
0: the kid can't eat because he has no money. His parents have no money from following your bets.
1: Kid's got no home anymore because of you. He's, He's out trick or treating, treating for the family tonight.
0: The child wants to beat your ass, dude.
1: <laughs> That's going to happen this week. Don't make me make that a 5,000-unit play. I'm not quite ready to give it, but I may by the end of this week.
0: Yeah, Thursday is the first day you could give your gold star unit locks of the weekend. So, uh, hey, be my guest, man. That's that's a freebie. I mean, last week you bet on Boston College in football. Good job there. Uh, you bet on the Colts, and you bet on the Chiefs minus seven, and all of them lost. So.
1: My home's had the flu. The Colts still – have that crazy Ursa running the show. in Boston College, that was a bet with my heart. UConn, yeah. that's a basketball school.
0: I know, I know, but that's the power you have, my oh, man. The Chiefs had won 16 straight against the Broncos, and you make them a 5,000-unit lock, and all of a sudden they lose. They go five
1: turnovers in a game.
0: Yep, yeah, they played like garbage. Hey, by the way, if you're tuned in today, uh, you have a chance to win a $150 Cabo Bob's catering gift certificate we have partnered with our friends at cabo bobs to give you something after every texas game even if texas loses we hope they don't lose again uh we'll still be giving away a 25 dollar gift card on this channel but uh, when they win we're giving away a 150 fifty dollar cabo bobs catering gift certificate all you have to do to enter is leave a comment if you're watching on youtube or <laughs> drop a text if you're listening on the app 512-222-9328 that's the code of text line Also like the video too on YouTube if you'd be so kind. But just leave a comment or drop a text and you will be entered for your chance to win that $150 catering gift certificate. And uh, I'll mention it before the end of the hour. So by the time we're off the air at 10 o'clock, everybody will know who will be taking home that $150 Cabo Bob's catering gift card. Thanks to our friends at Cabo Bob's for that.
1: What kid did you get to draw all that red stuff on there? Is that That's like blood? That's supposed to be blood spattered? Yeah, little blood spots. When I watch I, horror TV, I mean, I mean, never see blood spatter like that. Mm. So, yeah, I, I'm doing your outfit next year with the blood. Oh, and I'm yeah? using real blood. Where are you getting that from? I'll have to sacrifice something. You, who? A lamb or
0: something. Who knows? <laughs> What, what you, this is the story of Passover or something? What something. are you doing? I have here? to
1: sacrifice something to use the real blood or something.
0: Yeah, this. Uh, I mean, I just bought this at Party City a couple of years Party ago. City. Yeah, I didn't make yeah. this myself, dude. This would take me like hours to make.
1: I know. I think my. I think I still in the attic here somewhere. I still have my son's Lion King when AJ was like a kid.
0: Oh, I forgot. I've got the uh, the OJ. Uh, gloves oh, that
1: is great!
0: As a part of this costume, these things are massive. Like, I don't think do dentists wear giant black gloves like this?
1: No, back in my day, remember I told you they didn't wear gloves; they just put their hands in your mouth. You wow over here Watch them in the sink—that is creepy. Oh, my my arthritis is kicking in. It, it do not go. Fit. Do not go out like that tonight, please.
0: It doesn't fit. You must have quit.
1: If you wear that outfit, you better keep your head on a swivel. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: oh man all right speaking of keeping your head on a swivel um now i'm doing a live read first there's your tease shout out to olipop yeah man i've got a grape soda in the fridge i gotta go get right after the show love me some olipop if you haven't tried this stuff yet you are missing out if you're like what is olipop bk well olipop is soda that's actually good for you they found a way to make it happen olipop tastes just like the soda that you grew up sipping but it has the added benefits of digestive and microbiome support. Inside of every can of Olipop, you're getting nine grams of fiber. There's only two to five grams of sugar in every can. Hardly any calories as well, and this stuff tastes great. Usually when you're talking about something healthy, it tastes like dog crap, okay? And I don't eat healthy. You guys know that. I don't like to drink it. I don't like to do anything healthy because that stuff doesn't taste good. Because it's not healthy
1: for you, yes.
0: Olipop tastes good. That's the big thing for me. And also, it's healthy. So you get uh, two birds stoned at once. I think that's the expression. Every time you drink Olipop, pick some up. The Bucks a believer. Tray's on the Olipop now. Chip's a huge fan of Olipop. Uh, you will be too if you try it. They've got it at HEB, Costco, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, wherever you buy your groceries, you can find some Pop. Love it. And, Buck, how about a word for our guy,
1: Doc, you? Oh, love Dr. Greg Eckert because it's getting towards that time and I've got to go see him before the new year is up and you have to see him too. If you've got your dental insurance, use it before you lose it with Dr. Greg Eckert. Telephone number 512-345-3166. If you need a cleaning, you need whitening, tooth loss solution, turning a frown upside down in just one day, dental implants may be the way to go for you. Now, I got these beautiful veneers. I got that done in just two visits with a good doc and I've been happy I mean, I can't be happier than the smile that I have over the last six years, uh, thanks to Dr. Eckert. 1,400 cases of restoring uh, teeth. How about this? 28 years of service in this area. And if you've got dental anxiety, which a lot of you do, so get off that porch, get to the doctor. Don't be afraid. You'll be in his office. You're not going to sit there for hours waiting around. listening to the maddening sounds in the back. He will come out. One of his assistants will come out. They'll talk with you. you will talk about what you need to have done Uh, with your dental care, and you'll get it done, and you'll feel better, you'll look better, taking those selfies. Now, I don't take a lot of selfies, BK, but if I did, I'd have the smile that I was looking for six years ago. Believe me, I can't be happier than what Dr. Eckert has done for me, and you too. Once again, that dental insurance, we're coming to that time now. We're getting ready to hit November tomorrow. Let's start using that dental insurance. 512-345-3166. He's our dentist. He should be your dentist also. Yes,
0: indeed. Yes, indeed. Buck, let's have some Halloween fun, shall we? There we go. Um, you tell me, if you're walking around your neighborhood or just around any neighborhood in Austin at night, and you see this, tell me what you're going to do. This is a pretty hilarious 30-second video of what somebody did to a drone. You know what those drones are, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, so somebody decided to uh, customize a drone for the Halloween season, and this is uh, pretty spectacular. Check this out. Watch it, watch it,
3: watch it, watch it. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Well, uh, uh, come here. Come here. Give me your soul. Give me your soul, you, baby. Come here. Let me holler at you real quick. Let me get that soul about fuck you. Follow, you better
1: fuck, here
3: we, go. Here we go. Here we go. Y'all got y'all bus transfers. I'm gonna need a soul. Give me a soul. I need
1: all the Come on in, buddy. Damn, that's, just a bitch. <laughs> that's too much. That's great. That is great. I mean, that is oh, terrifying.
0: Man. The guy put like a full-on
1: ghost that costume. Great. Over That's a drone, great.
0: so it literally looks like a flying ghost, and this thing is flying. I mean, it is cruising, and it's just chasing after these people. We oh, also man. have this guy. I don't know if he hooked up a microphone to it, but he's like yelling at these people too, just scaring the absolute shit out of them. That
1: is great. That's I mean, great. What are you doing if you if you see that? Do you well, uh, I, do you I'm know that it's fake? Falling, or you... falling down a hill, just rolling down the hill, You're running You're oh, running I'm, away. I'm, oh, I'm running. I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping. I'm running. You think it's real, huh? Hell yeah, I would think it's real. Are you kidding me?
0: I'll show it one more time here. Watch it, 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 watch
3: it, watch it, uh, watch Come here. Come here. Give me your soul. Give me half a soul, Captain, baby. Come here. Let me holler at you real quick. Let me get that soul and fuck you. You got a fuck, bitch. Here we go. 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 go. Y'all got your all tears first. I'm going to need a soul. Give me a soul. I'll be all rest! Come
1: on in, buddy. <laughs> did you see them go back for their drinks, though? They didn't yeah. leave that drink behind, right? Nope. nope. No, no, me, no, no, no. Give me a soul. That dude reached back and got his drink. He grabbed his 40. He didn't leave that behind. Uh, uh-huh. No ghost going to cheat him out of his drink. That thing wow. was terrifying, man, with the giant red eyes, too. Oh, my goodness. That's good. It flying, cruising through there. No, I'd have to have that at my house. You know, the year that I, the year back when I lived in Circle C, when the kids came, when the older kids, you know, the younger kids get done around nine o'clock, but when the old guys that that come around, they don't even dress up. They look at like their dad's coat that's too big for them. They got a couple little patches on their face. They don't do anything creative. And I stood beside the, the porch, and they came up on the porch, and I jumped out, and they just took off. And that was the same year that. I opened up the door and somebody threw the smoke bomb into my house. And I knew who that was. Mm-hmm. And I found out through the neighbor, which, which was, we had wood floors and I had to put a smoke bomb out and it just jacked up the wood floor. No way. You would a yeah. middle schooler throw one of those in your house when you open the door? House. Yes. Yes. Ugh. And so it got that thing out. Should I beat the out.
0: shit out of that kid.
1: No, no. I egged his dad's car. That's when I got, and remember I told you, I got in the camouflaged outfit. And got up at like two o'clock in the morning with two dozen eggs, and I egged the old man's car. <laughs> it <laughs> was out in the driveway. Got his dad back? Oh, I, I egged the old man's car, and the next morning, guess who I saw there cleaning up all the eggs and stuff? And I I blew the horn at him, the kid, because oh. the dad knew the kid had done something to get that to happen to him. You egged
0: you egged his dad's car?
1: I egged the family car. Hell yeah, I did. With I got up two and- dozen. Two dozen. I got up in the middle of the night. Two dozen. The ones were in the, still in the fridge. A bang, 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 bang. Damn. Just a yeah, little it was drive a by, safe. or did you get out? Dude, I, dude, they were right next door to me.
0: Oh. So you what? You just walked over there in camouflage and you oh, threw no, I had you just camouflage and you started
1: tracking them and slamming them up against the side and stuff. Oh. Two in the morning, there was nobody out by then. How? and that how? kid was out th- The kid was out there the next morning. And ended up to be on a kind of warm day. He was trying to get that eggshell off that car. This oh. old man must have beat him silly.
0: How old were you when you did this?
1: Oh, that was oh, I was in my
0: 40s. Man, I've never heard of a 40 year old man egging somebody. Hey, I'll teach you. Yeah. Huh? That's good. That's no, better than my strategy of just beating the shit out of the kid.
1: No, I'm not gonna, I can't do that. I can't have my kid. I no. You couldn't I take had- the kid. No, I, no, I, I, in my forties, yeah, I could take the kid, but I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I wanted to see that kid work. He never did anything anyway. So he was out there cleaning that car for days. Oh. In that old man's car right to the, and his and his dad obviously knew he did something because, you know, everybody was pointing at him, laughing at him because yeah. he thought that was funny. Throw that smoke bomb in my house. Uh-uh, that wouldn't oh. be funny. How did you get that smell out of there? Dude, there was a, I had to change the floorboard where that thing was on the wood floor then I had to restain that floorboard. I had to do all kinds of stuff to that. Well, uh-huh. I didn't Javier. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you hired your
0: help, huh? I hired my help. We got yeah. it done. Your Mexican friend got it done. Hey, he's my friend. Yeah. That you pay. So I
1: mean, what's work wrong with paying you? a friend? You pay friends to do stuff. I don't, you're I don't smart know. enough to not ask your friends to move you when you're moving from Houston. That's very kind of you. That's, that's yep. the way a good friend reacts. Don't say to your friends, Hey, I need you to help me move. Remember, that stuff ends. When does that end? In college? Yeah. That's
0: you yeah. don't ask
1: friends to move you anymore. Yeah, for a
0: pizza, a pizza and beer. Like that's like 20 bucks. You know, it costs movers like $500. And you're going to offer me 20 bucks worth of food and beer to help you. <laughs> I'll go you get move. my own food. <laughs> yeah, give me a break, guy. And yeah, college, it's like, oh hell yeah, free beer! I'll do it. Shoot, why not? Drink it be- all day. That's right. As soon
1: as you graduate, it's like, why
0: the hell did I do that? I should have. Oh asked no, for that, way that more is the that. first
1: thing. Why are you my friend? My friend wouldn't ask me to move them. I'm not in college <laughs> anymore.
0: Yep, I'm with you, man. I am with you. Uh,
1: but yeah, no, I don't. I don't pay
0: my friends to do work for me, and that's the only time I see my friends, like you do with Javier. I don't know if that's no. a friend. Hey, no. do you know who?
1: Uh, do you know He's who? You know who Gavin Newsom is by chance? Gavin Newsom. It sounds like he sounds like a, a governor or something. He is a governor. Yeah, of the state of California. The state of California. Yes,
0: yeah. I just learned that yesterday. Shows how much politics I know. Uh, here's a funny video with Gavin Newsom. He's playing some basketball with some young Asian kids, and he just. This is a a blocker charge question that I've got to ask you, Buck. Did the defender get set? And also, what is Governor Newsom doing after this happens?
1: He fell on the kid's
0: leg. First of all, block or charge? Was the defender set? Charge. Okay, you're saying the defender was set.
1: He was set. Now he has no legs. Okay, well, here,
0: watch the full video and see what the governor does after to this little Chinese kid.
1: Oh, the kid, You notice the kid couldn't stand up because his leg was broke.
0: Yeah, and he started spanking the kid.
1: What is this, like the two guys in the booth? <laughs> Don't let that guy near any kids. <laughs> Not those two? That's a trigger cheat right there. Who are those two guys again? That's Brando? Brando and Tillman, yep. Oh, that is. That's the best of the year. Oh. That's got to win something. Those two dorks. I, just, I, I mean, really.
0: The, the, the governor in that video, he like spins the ball on his finger like he's trying out for the Harlem Globetrotters, and then he just bulldozes some young kid, and then he like does a wrestling move on him, tackles him again, and then starts spanking him.
1: What are we, what are on, we doing? Dude. Just stay in your governor's mansion and leave the kids alone. The- Don't go out there trying to play ball with them. It's not the Chinese national team that you're out there with. Leave the kids alone, Governor. Go make some bad moves in California. Keep your people away from Texas, will you? That's a charge right there. That is a charge. I mean, he stumbled over that poor kid. As I said, the le- kid, the leg got pinned underneath there. But you had you know, kids in a cast today.
0: We're going the other way here. Oh man, more time on this.
1: Oh my! <laughs> yeah. He's bumping and grinding, two grown men.
0: But really, in the broadcast Ooh. booth, is that what you do with Javier? What's going no. on?
1: No, that's me and Honig. That's us. <laughs> I oh my god! <laughs> oh man! That is nasty. That is just absolutely nasty. Now, speaking of sports, now did you see? Did you check out some um, basketball last night?
0: Yes, I did. You Before Longhorn we- Hoops. Yes, before we get to that, uh, I don't know if Gavin Newsom is going to be on the Texas basketball team No, any, anytime soon. But wow. uh, quick, quick word for our friends at Woods Comfort Systems. Love them. Is your heat on yet, Buck? It is on. You and me the both. Heat, uh,
1: heat is on. It clicked on uh, later yesterday afternoon. I said, okay, it's now. There are people all wondering, do I put it on now? Will it click on right now? Well, mine was set to pop on, and it did. Thank you very much to Woods. Comfort systems. It came on, no smell, no burn smell. Everything, the filters are all clean. Everything went well. It's on today. Yep. And it's going to be, you know, this weekend will be nice again. You'll probably be flipping it back over to the air conditioning unit, probably. Who knows? Yeah. So.
0: yeah, I bet we will. But yeah, Woods Comfort Systems, if your heat ain't working the way that you want it to work or the way that it's supposed to work, Go to woodscomfortsystems.com, reach out to them, and they will take care of you. Their phone number is 512 842 many thanks to them and how about a word from our friends over at Pest
3: Wranglers Pest Wranglers Pest Wranglers Pest Wranglers What
4: are you doing? I'm
3: making a silly commercial like other companies so people will remember our name
4: But we're not like other companies anyone anyway, could see that from our five star reviews
3: But how will people remember Pest Wranglers? Well
4: once they try us they'll never forget that we are the most effective, reliable and affordable pest control company
3: I guess you're right Pest Wranglers is the best at pest control wildlife management termite pest control Pest Wranglers
4: Pest Wranglers Pest Wranglers What are you doing? Hey it kind of hurt.
3: Pest Wranglers 512-670-7808 or find us on the web at pestwranglers.com.
1: Yeah, when it starts to get cool out, those little pests start trying to make their way into your house and into the crevices and those little mice. Now, I don't have Pest Wranglers yet because I've got two cats, outdoor cats. They take care of a couple pests just for me. That's why they get fed. But Pest Wranglers, if you need them, if you've got, you know, a property on your property like a shed like I do, and those little son of a guns are trying to get in because they want to get warm. They yeah. want to be where it's warm. Get a call to Pest Wranglers. They'll, they'll make sure all those nooks and crannies are all closed up for you. They'll understand exactly what to do. And a lot of folks get, you know, up in the attic, BK, they get those squirrels and the raccoons that want to go up there and nest around in the wintertime. That's where you need folks like Pest Wranglers. You don't want to deal with them yourself. You're not in control of that deal when it comes to raccoons or squirrels. Hope. That You need the professionals to do that stuff. Yeah, don't you be don't... running
0: around your own attic. One of my good buddies oh. did that last week, and his foot went through. No. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let the pros at Pest Wranglers do it. They're the best in the business. Just check out their millions of five – maybe not millions. Their, their thousands of five-star reviews are the best in the business. Also, speaking of best in the business, Altstad Beer is the best beer in the business. I had a couple watching the Rangers last night. Last night was such a great sports night, man. And we've got a few more great sports nights coming up. Make sure you're accompanying your sports watching with the best beer that exists. That's Altstadt beer brewed with just four simple ingredients. There are no additives. There are no preservatives in any of the Altstadt family of beers. So you can feel good about what you're putting into your system. Most importantly, though, the taste. That's what you're looking for in a beer. You want it to taste good. And that's exactly what Altstadt does. They've got a bunch of different beers. Something for every beer drinker out there. Pick it up. H-E-B, Specs, Total Wine, Time Wise, Twin Liquors, wherever you get your beer. They've got it. It's the best. alt Step beer. No impurities. No regrets.
1: And if you're getting ready to do that winter garden, which a lot of you are because you got that cold weather happening right now, yes, I am. That's right. I am a lettuce rancher. Get in touch with our good friends over at Top Gun, Brandon Mars and his group. If you need to rent something, if you need to get a tiller and rent that tiller, and get it done now because this is the time. We just had a nice rain. Uh, if you're thinking about, you know, putting in some winter rye out there, uh, get everything that you need that you can rent from uh, our, our friend over there, at Top Gun. But also, they sell. They've got they've got lawn mowers. They've got everything that you need to sell. He'll sell you some stuff too. You don't have to just rent it. You can buy it from Top Gun Lawn and Rentals. Of course, they've yep. got it all for you. Brandon Mars, love that guy. Absolutely. And, uh, and I'm doing it. I'm doing mine right now. I'm preparing my garden. I'll be a Top Gun for the spring. I'm preparing a garden right now, BK, for the spring, not for the winter. Remember, I'm doing things in pots. I'm not doing pot, but I'm putting my lettuce in pots this year. Are you you're getting not, that? You're not doing pot? I'm putting lettuce and broccoli in pots this year. I'm not doing it in the garden itself on the ground. Mm. I'm preparing a garden for the spring. Got it. So yeah. I'm getting all my stuff from... Top gun, I gotta get that tiller and get everything and dig through the through Mother Earth. I'm not getting out there with that pick and going through Mother Earth. I don't care if it's rained or not. It's still hard to get through this earth. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, I know what you mean.
1: Yes. I so know what you mean. Top it's- Gun is a place that you need to go. You know, when that when the time comes, because it is the time if you're if you're thinking about doing your oak trees and make sure you're cutting back on the oak trees yeah. and trimming them up a little bit. This is the time of the year. You've got so I think believe February. Or so to get that done. And they've got, they've got pole saws, they've got chainsaws, all the things that BK won't be doing himself.
0: No, well, I live in an apartment, so I'm, I'm good on that deal. Uh, and I'm also not doing any oak trees, or any trees for that matter. Tr- tree <laughs> hugger. Understand. You got a glory hole in your tree
1: over there or something? <laughs> Running you know? over, plugging the tree at some yeah, time.
0: Yeah, plug the hole in there. Gross. Running you asked me about over. Texas basketball. Yeah, man. Uh, I did watch. It was on LHN. I would have gone if there weren't 400 other sporting events going on last night. Uh, Shout out to AV Consultations for the four TV setup that let me watch all that stuff. Uh, It was an ugly first half for Texas. They were down seven to D two Saint Eds. Of course, Saint Eds right here in Austin. Saint Eds has had some pretty good seasons. Or last, yes, they have. But you know, we're talking about Division Two. Like you should never be trailing a Division Two team at home by seven. And that's where Texas was going into recess. They couldn't get stops. They were getting beat up on the glass. They just weren't as physical. And St. Ed's just, they, they had some juice to them, man. And it was a pretty ugly first 20 minutes for Texas. Offensively, they sputtered to start the game. When they finally got things going offensively, they just couldn't get stops. And all of a sudden, you're down seven at halftime. But in the second half, uh, the Longhorns, oh, they showed why they're a top 20 team in Division I college basketball. And they turned it on. They end up winning this game 84-63. to 63. Uh, They started to impose their will a little bit. They started to dominate down low. Tyrese Hunter, one of the returners for this Texas team, really, really good, 22 points for him, three of four from beyond the arc. Max Ace the Oral Roberts transfer, added uh, 18 points as well. And yeah, the Longhorns once again dominated the second half. They outscored the Hilltoppers 52-24 to 24 in the second half. So wasn't a very pretty first 20 minutes. But the Longhorns did just about everything right, damn near outscoring Saint Ed's by 30 in the final 20 minutes to uh, to take care of business in their final tune-up game before the regular season starts next Monday. Like it's it's here. College basketball is here. Texas opens up the regular year with games that count next Monday at the Mood. Again. Very nice.
1: The Incarnate Word. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of those teams. I mean, I mean. The last night, I guess the, the the final audition for a lot of guys and positions and getting everything straight. It's still, you know, trying to figure out. There's a lot of new players on this basketball team, and you're trying to trying to get them together. So, I mean, you could expect that out of a first half, but you wouldn't expect them to lose the game. You'd expect for them, like you said, they just started to, you know, force their will upon uh, St. Ed's in that second half. So, yeah, and 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 the bigs are. I mean, there's still guys that aren't healthy. I got to believe that they're not going to take a chance with in these types of games but you know once they get to Big 12 play they they hope to have a full complimentary of a uh, complement of, of players i would think by then
0: yep yeah a few things to remember if you were a little upset watching that first half or if you were just checking your phone at halftime and you saw what the score was uh number 1 it's a scrimmage yes number 2 games are 40 minutes they're not 20 minutes and texas was really good in the second half and was able to win this one very comfortably uh, and number three, yeah, two of Texas's best players, maybe Texas's best player, did not play last night. Dylan Dessou, who will miss the first month, maybe two months of the season. Hopefully, he'll be back by conference play. Roddy Terry, after the game, said he's running. He's not practicing with us, but he is running again, which uh, is good news for Texas. But yeah, DeSue, this was not just ah, it's a scrimmage, so we're not going to play him. This is he's just not ready yet, and it'll be a while. And then Caden Shedrick, the uh, transfer from Virginia. Not a big-time offensive threat like Sioux, but a good defensive player, a solid big who can get you some rebounds and make some plays on the low block. Uh, he's also out. He he might be back by next Monday. If he's not back by the start of the year, he should be back at some point
1: soon. He didn't have a major injury, did he? I mean, did he have just something that's that's just, let's just give it time, or why do it? Why put yeah, him out there?
0: I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was before he got here, I think, right. he got hurt. Uh, but he should be fine we are just kind of finding their
1: way around with him right now. There's no reason to put him in there.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you on that. So there
1: you go. Texas gets the win. Once again,
0: uh, not a great first half, but uh, they played well. And this is a team that's going to get better as the year goes on. Uh, They might lose a couple of games in the non-con because they don't have uh, their full complement of players. But uh, this is a top 20 team in college basketball. I think they're pretty correctly ranked at number 18. I don't know if they've got an Elite Eight type of run in them this year, but uh, very curious to see what Rodney Terry can do in his first full year as this team's head coach. Uh, Shout out to Longhorn Bear, our winner of the $150 Cabo Bob's Catering Gift Certificate. Longhorn Bear, DM me on Twitter, at Brad Kellner, or at Texas Sports Unfiltered, one of the two, and uh, we'll get in contact, and we'll find a way to get you that prize. Thanks to our friends at Cabo Bob's. Thanks to our buddy Longhorn Bear for uh, tuning in and commenting today. He is the winner of that gift card. And Hey, we'll be doing that every week after a long win. So if you missed and we'll out, we'll be doing week, something
1: on Friday special for Ricky Williams out at, at Covers to be cave. So yep. we'll be giving, we'll be giving away stuff. Heck we'll be down at Schultz's on Saturday. Don't think we're coming empty handed to Schultz's now.
0: No, we don't do that. No, we always have stuff for you people. Cause we appreciate you. people. That's right. We do appreciate you people. And we appreciate these two people joining us right now because it's 10 o'clock, which means it's time for chaos theory with Rodney and Wags gentlemen good morning
4: I can't believe you re- you dressed up like that's how many times have you gone to the <laughs> psychotic doctor
0: Oh do- do doctor, doctors don't go to themselves so I don't I don't see myself no. as a patient but I will be taking some patients throughout the course of the day
1: I think that fool is dressed up like a dentist how, many, how would you like to go in the dentist's office and that dude's got blood all over him like
3: what that? like a little chop of horrors
1: yeah yeah really hey.
3: Y'all remember that movie, The Dentist, with, with that dude that, that was really like that, that you'd go in there, and he would, like, cut your ass up? Did y'all ever see that, The Dentist? No, I remember glad I I no, Horrors, with Steve
4: Barton. I thought that was fantastic. No. No. Why is no, he no. cutting
0: up my ass? Yeah. He's supposed to be working on teeth. <laughs>
4: He's going to give you a, a true root canal up the ass
3: instead of in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, BK, you brought up a bad memory for me, man. I, I fell through the attic one time here at the crib. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it was back Give in the me day, one it, it, it it was back when, when I was, you know, I, I could fix anything, you know, back when I was a younger dude and, and we had a, a heating or AC problem or something. I'm like, let me go handle this, you know? So I go up there to see what's going on and I may have had an all stat beer or two, uh, you know? So you're trying to walk along those little beams right there and boom, straight through. And it was, <clears throat> the bad part was it, it was like, boom. I mean, it was like I, I racked myself, and and my, my yes, and and my girls were young kids, and they're and they're down there, they're laughing, they're like, ah, 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 look at that, or whatever. <laughs> Man, I went ballistic. Did I'm you like, fall, ah, all, did You go all the way through, or, or just like a oh, foot? All, all the way, dude. All the way. Oh. All the way. Next time you see my wife, anytime you guys see my wife, ask her to tell you that story. Because it was straight on through. It, it's like leg hanging, <laughs> balls straddling the, oh, the, the two by four. Oh, it's like, oh, God. We're going to have to talk to
4: Tracy about a lot of things because apparently you can't even turn the heat on.
3: Dude, I finally did it. I finally did it yesterday. Good I, I did job. Yesterday, like like three you in trouble? 30. Well, I turned it off before she got here, but, <laughs> but I, I turned it on and heated it up in here, man. I turned it up and look, man, I, I just do what I'm told. I mean, that's I thought that's, all you that's the know. best way to do it, man. She's in charge. You know, people ask me, how much money do you have in the bank? I'm like, I don't even know where, where my bank account is. <laughs> she does all that.
4: Yeah. I'm, I'm just that's I'm, that's how Katie is. Katie runs all the, all the books for me, man. Yeah, yeah, if it was you me. you have a winning was- week this week, Wags? Do you have a winning week? I don't know. What's to you? I'm going to take uh. all the money. Okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it
3: thousand, means to me. Thousand unit plays right there uh, following the buck right there, and that, that, that's going to keep that bank account nice and that's fat. That's right.
1: That, there you go, Rodney. That's right. I got Oklahoma State this week. What about you week? gentlemen?
4: You guys got any plans for trick-or-treat? you going to be uh, doing any tricks today, Buck?
1: No, I'm not messing with the kids. No, it's dangerous to mess with those kids now. They fight back now. You can't play little tricks on kids. Their little memories, they get loose from the house and they'll come back at you. So, no, I quit doing that. I quit messing with the older kids that would come at 10 o'clock at night still ringing the doorbell. I don't do that stuff anymore. These kids are dangerous now. They got their own weapons and shit. I'm not doing that.
3: That, that That story you told, Buck, that's why I turn the lights off and I come hide up here. And it's like I keep the dogs in here. It's like, man. I've always, even when my girls were were a little bit older, it's like, man, we're turning the lights off. You guys want to go do something? That's great. but Believe me, alone. I I, I uh,
1: I'm gated. I have a gate yes. to my house. But dude, those little son of a guns will come over the top of that gate. They don't care about those. they put yeah, sleeping pills. Jammed. My this dog would be laid out in the grass. I'm not doing that.
4: Wow. you got so I I understand what you have to do now. You got to get the um. You got to get the damn uh. Like you got to be known. For giving away like little Mary Janes or something like that, like you gotta have little the worst candy in the neighborhood. Yeah, they're all they stop coming. They
1: I'm stop trying coming. to tell the kids to keep their heads on a swivel. Tell their parents to hold their hands tight. You're talking about Mary Janes? What the hell are you? Uh, you uh, doing? No, 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 no. Stop, stop coming. coming. I mean, beat, reputation hey.
4: <laughs> that you have the shittiest candy at, in the neighborhood. No, they no, stop no. Coming. I'm the
1: good guy. I'm the guy who do- deals out little things of floss and I drop them in their bags oh, for later on. You're getting avoided. Uh, well, <laughs> Drop, hey, drop some floss. Drop those little toothbrushes that you get at the dentist. I put them yep. in the bags. Their parents will be so happy with me. Now that's when drop the kids them, will come back those and get you. Fireballs in there, you know those no. fireball things you yeah. no. buy right at the gas station. <laughs> drop that, that
3: shit like, in there. All right, He's I'm gone. Us,
4: I'm slamming down. This Dude tried to give us some He's candy, or, like candy apples and a toothbrush. We uh, here's we're your cinnamon candy. House.
0: Hey, I'm going by. I'm going by y'all's place then if that's going tonight. You stay away from me, buddy. We are handing <laughs> out free candy tonight,
4: but you stay away from me.